I mean, you want to buy it out, right? They'll, they'll try to sass you with the financing. See, that's how they always get you, you know? You go in to show you a nice car, you go... Excuse me, sir. Are you insinuating that I need financing? Richard Greer is you can never trust a, a man that looks that good. Richard Greer? Richard, Richard Greer, Greer, you mean? <laughs> hey, Richard, I said Richard. Richard, Richard Why Greer. Why don't you just log like off, Walker. Josh? Dying <laughs> 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 guy. He slips in unnoticed, just jumps into the conversation. <laughs> Wait, is it not Richard, Richard Greer? No, it's Richard Gear. No, I said Richard Gear. You said Richard Greer. No, I said okay. I said Richard Gear the first time, and then you guys, what are you saying? And then I said Richard Gear, and you said what? And then now I said Richard Greer because I was thinking maybe I was wrong, and I was trying to cover him for myself. But I was actually right the first time, and no, you guys were fucking like it's with recorded. my head. It's recorded. <laughs> like yeah, it's but, recorded. You know, you know what they can do nowadays with editing, deep fakes. Uh, yeah, I call it deep, deep faked audio is what it is. It's going to be like, it's, it's going to be my, when somebody plays it back to you, you're going to hear me talking. And then all of a sudden at the part where I'm going to say his name, you just hear uh, Jeremy's voice just say rear and then, Greer. yeah, and it's going to make you look stupid. Greer. <laughs> Oh, okay, boys. Let's. Um, who wants to do a recap from last week's game? Marzo. No, not Marzo, dude. I barely understand what's going on. <laughs> As Josh like and Marzo. something else from Wish.com. But um, <laughs> what happened? So, like, we met at the hotel, not the hotel, the casino, right? So we went back to the casino. Yep. We talked to Camel. Told him about all the stuff that went down. Then we went to track what ha- uh, Rex. We went to track Rex's stuff. So we, I went to her car, checked that out. The hard drives. Oh, did you do the hard drive? Nothing. Paul, Paul, dude, don't use my real name. Paul. This is fantasy. Did the hard drives. God dare you. <laughs> <laughs> you ruined my fantasy. <laughs> um, then we went to the. Vigil got some information from a anarchist, which we who we did not turn in, although you did inform Kendall yeah, that, about her. Yeah. Um, we got information about going to the old mall to see the Nosferatu. Nosferatu. That's right. And when we got there, it's like a big homeless village. I got some corn, and then we found uh, the apple psychic. The, yeah, the psychic. And she guided. She told us we got to get in that building to go see the Nosferatu, and we're trying to get in now, while avoiding the security team of homeless people. <laughs> well, armed homeless people aren't there's all homeless one, people right? armed, unless they're vets. They're like a, there's just like one armed guard, right? Yeah, on the the part that y'all can see. What happened to his other arm? No, uh, Paul didn't detect anybody else. It's a bad luster restoration spell. Mm, I think what Paul did was he tried to see if that guy was a vampire, and he was not. Oh, okay. So to reset the scene, you're kind of at the edge of the homeless encampment, and then there's this no-man's land that's just cleared blacktop uh, of like 50 yards 
where the homeless encampment ends, like the last tents or whatever, and then there's this expanse of blacktop, and there's one guy patrolling that you can see here, and uh, the idea is like there's this big empty space so that the security teams will be able to see anybody heading for the mall to dissuade them. So I want to search for like an underground entrance. Okay, how would you go about doing that? Or do you, would, are you guys going to discuss, I guess, before we go straight into just... Let's, 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 just start let's digging a hole. Just, just start digging. <laughs> Claws on and I start digging. <laughs> right to the blacktop. So Levi will turn so, to the group and... Bugs uh, Bunny our way in. <laughs> yeah. If we need any kind of distraction, I think Marzo and I could uh, talk up the guard. I think I could... Uh, prevent him from doing anything well physical and uh you guys can have your way trying to enter the mall well, what do i have to say to him well, i don't know the guy now you just play along i figured i could uh pretend we're here looking at the building for uh some sort of investment purposes like we want to buy it and uh fix it up new in this market <laughs> It would be a good idea to see how the guards react. The fortune teller yeah, said we can only go in through the roof, right? I, I don't know. <laughs> Did she say that? I believe that's what she said. Staring at her disgusting head. <laughs> Transfixed. Good talk, everyone. All right. <laughs> Do a finance roll to see if the mall is a good investment in this environment i don't need i don't need your input on this this is my my expertise i know the market i was asking the great god in the sky whatever whatever. (laughs) to the marzo and pole but sam and uh, alexander (laughs) he just looks around for alexander he's moping around somewhere yes in the shadows uh yeah he speaks bluebelly maybe you should uh scale the building with your why you keep calling me that because you're from the Civil War. We've been over this. You're not as enthusiastic about it as you normally are. <laughs> what do you want right. me to scale? We'll use your ability to climb, get on the rooftop, see if there's a way in. And he kind of looks around. At the same around. time, Sam can scout, scour the ground, see if there's a way under. And uh, Marzo and I will uh, engage with the guard, and Paul can uh, feel around, use his uh, senses to see if he can find a some other way in as well. How does that sound? It's like an excellent plan. Uh, okay. I like climbing on things. So he just kind of, Alexander just kind of stands there waiting for the distraction to begin. So as you look at them all, the guy is just kind of, you know, pretty relaxed looking. He has his rifle pointed down in front of him. I think Paul was able to determine that uh, he looks like he knows what he's doing with the rifle. He's a little less crusty looking than a lot of the folks that you ran into here. And uh, off to one side, there's kind of like the ruins of the of the parking structure. So Alexander is eyeing that as like maybe something he could climb up to get to the roof. I guess we would like kind of fan out first and then once Paul is like out of sight and everyone else does then Marzo and Levi would go up 
right. <laughs> so uh, in that case, then. Uh, so you gotta you gotta might. add like sound effects of like steps or something in the final cut. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm looking for a manhole cover. <laughs> if you want, you gotta do live. You gotta have like coconuts in hand. And then... <laughs> um, skip up to him. Uh, no, so I Levi, you know, with just a cane in hand, he'll have his briefcase, and then maybe keep Marzo just like right at his shoulder. Um, we'll just kind of immediately just walk in a straight line like towards the guard, and not try to be stealthy about it. And at any point, does he have like any kind of? Like, for some reason in my head, I just imagine he had like riot gear on. Can I see his face? Yeah, you can see his face. He has kind of a little scruffy looking. He has on like a mesh back trucker hat. He's kind of tall, kind of skinny. Um, he's wearing jeans and a t-shirt, and he just has the. Uh, he just looks like a guy who picked up a gun, but he does know how to use it from the looks of it. All right, I'm gonna kick on my all for my presence, and um, just kind of shout out to him, get his attention. Like, my good man, may I have a word? And he uh, kind of turns your way, and uh, his expression changes a little bit, and he starts to kind of stride over, and he's like, uh, what's good, boss? Oh, hi there. Pleasure to meet you. Name's uh, Levy. <laughs> Stick out my hand to shake his. Levy. And he uh, takes the hand off the stock of his weapon and shakes your hand, and it's a real firm grip. <clears throat> and uh, he'll Levi, Levi will kind of like you know wince a bit, letting him see that he kind of got the best of me in a handshake. And then uh, I'll just keep going and be like, "So uh, you're in charge of uh, protecting the grounds here, I hear." Yeah, I mean it's my rotation, my turn, or whatever. Oh yes, well uh, I uh, I represent a group of investors. We are looking at this building, thinking uh, hopefully we can uh, repurpose it into something uh, better, better used for the community. Yeah, it's a real fine, uh, it's a real fine building you got here. It's, um, uh, you know, it's hard. He like stomps on it, on his foot, on the ground. Like as soon as Marzo starts talking, you can see this look on Levi's face, like he's trying to maintain his composure, but really worried that <laughs> he doesn't keep a short leash. Marzo's gonna take the conversation somewhere nuts. Yeah, the guy just kind of gives Marzo the side eye, like, uh huh, and then he looks back at at Levi and he's like well I mean we hear a lot of people that come in here and say things like that but we wonder kind of like what's the community that they're talking about well I mean my, my group we're we're interested in providing a, a better a space for living he kind of turns around to the, the shanty town you know something better than this and uh, why not use the grounds that's here, not being touched. I mean, putting this in, turning this into another mall or shopping center isn't going to do the community any good. So uh, what can you tell me about the, the building itself? Well, it's condemned. Uh, it's kind of falling down. The parking garage kind of collapsed about 18 months ago. And he just shrugs. Old mall. We have uh, been inside. We're keeping people out. No, no, you're not allowed in. Uh, if people go in, I mean, you know, anything could happen in there. And then they'd hold us, you know, those of us who live here responsible for it. So we keep people out. That's so what uh, this is all about. And he kind of like good holds call. his gun up. Good it's advice. Very smart. 
sound logic. You wouldn't be able to, I mean, seeing as how we're looking and investing and whatnot, uh, you don't think we could, you could let us in there for a little peep? Just a bit. Oh, I don't know. My whole job is to kind of not permit that. Friend? Levy, was it? Yes. Ah, uh, I see. Yes, well, everyone has a job, right? We all have roles here. Isn't that right, you can, uh, you can make a role if you would like to try to influence him to do that. Sure. Uh, since I have my presence on my all, I think I get to add my presence die to like any charisma performance rule. Mm-hmm. What should I roll? So, anyone. Drip, 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 drip. Drip, 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 drip. Uh, I would say manipulation and any persuasion. Yeah, so like manipulation and persuasion plus your presence dice. Okay, manipulation and persuasion. This one. Suck it. Wowzer. Give me the fucking keys. (laughs) And he's like... He just kind of like eyeballs the two of you and he kind of lingers on Marzo like he's not so sure about him. And he, did you say you have a briefcase? I do. He looks and he looks at the briefcase and his sight just lingers on that for a long time. And he's like, tell me more about this plan of yours. Well, uh, uh, we represent investment group and my main job here tonight and Again, apologize for the timing. Why come at night, right? Well, you know, busy, busy people we are. So sometimes you can only go when you have time. But I'm here to uh, just, you know, get an overall evaluation of the building. Uh, obviously, anyone can see the outside state, uh, status, the condition of the exterior, but the inside is what we're all kind of really concerned about. You know, structural foundation, you know, any remaining uh, uh, equipment or furniture, what's in there, how much we have to remove. Uh, how much of the building would we have to totally restructure in order to provide some housing, um, you know, things of that nature. So it's really important that we get a, a peep on the inside. You'd put housing here for the people that already live here? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if maybe you could speak to that, but if everyone likes their current condition out here with the corn truck and whatnot, uh, or would they rather have, you know, some affordable housing, warm Keep you out of the sun in the summer, in the L.A. heat. Well, it sounds ideal. I mean, and he kind of just like makes a face and looks over his shoulder and looks around. And uh, he reaches behind his back and you hear like a static sound and then it clicks off. And he's like, all right, well, um, for emergency purposes, we keep uh, keep the cover loose on one of these windows so um it's back over there behind that big scrubby bush just peel back that corner you can get in there oh fantastic thanks thanks so much and when you're ready to come out just knock real loud on the other side of that plywood and i'll come let you know if it's okay or not can't have people see you going in here you know you know Uh, what i mean yes right you would be held responsible we wouldn't want that no no and you know, he leans in closer. He's like, I get what you're saying, but a lot of these people are conditioned to these buzzwords, right? You can't talk about affordable housing. These people don't have anything. They can't afford anything. I'll so keep I hope, that in mind. I hope you'll do them one better than everybody else that's been in here. Now get on in. Well, trust me, we're going to do, do one better on them. <laughs> Isn't that right, Livy? 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> he kind of uh kind of squints his eyes and like he's agreeing, but he's also kind of uh disappointed with your attempt to put like an accent on his name. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 my good friend. Can just pats you on the back and then moves towards the bush and then I guess I didn't really expect to maybe go this far, so I'm just kinda like looking around for Sam and Paul and everyone to see if they can see what's going on. <laughs> that we're like walking towards the building past the guard. Okay, so let's pause. Uh, so I think, well, OGJ is back so he can say it, but I think OGJ would probably just hustle with you because he was waiting. Yeah, Paul's gonna, like, hustle up to the group. And then, uh, so Sam, you were going to look for a manhole cover, right? Yeah. Okay, so the best you can kind of find is on the, like, on the farthest end, like the end of the parking lot farthest away from the mall there's like a sewer grate all right i'm gonna drop in there okay um yeah i'll say because you have potence and you're kind of strong you can kind of pry it open and get in there it's pretty much bone dry it hasn't been raining a while here so uh you drop down it's incredibly dark yeah i guess so it's nighttime (laughs) uh yeah, I don't have a flashlight on me. Um, I got rid of my phone. Alexander's got a lighter. He's not with me. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna. I don't know. Because vampires don't have night vision or anything, right? There's no low light vision or anything like that. Uh, there's a I'm power sure. that does it, but I think you did not elect that one. No, I didn't. Okay. Or wait, you only have one power listed for protein. What is your other one? I only get one because I have two dots and claws take two dots. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay. That's true. Yeah. Well, I guess after doing that, I'll jump out because I can't see a damn thing. Okay. But yeah, you found one that you can get down into. All right. I guess I'll head back over to... Well, they're going to be going inside, so I won't see them. I'm going to ask some... I'm going I'm to go ask someone around a homeless person for... I'm going to look around for somebody who has a flashlight, selling a flashlight or something. Yeah, so a lot of people have them, or they have, like, little wind-up lanterns or something. Mm-hmm. Let me find someone and, and see if I can buy one, buy it off of them. Okay, so there's some dude who's, like, uh, he's fucking around with his tent, trying to, like, get it, I don't know, like, creased the right way or something. And he has it uh, sitting there next to him on the ground, and, uh... He feels you kind of looming over him, so he looks over his shoulder and he's like, Hey, what's up? What's up, man? Need a light. And he uh, fishes around in his pockets and pulls his lighter out. And he's like, You need a cigarette, too? <laughs> no, sir, but, but thank you. I uh, I need, like, a flashlight or a torch, a, uh, battery, <laughs> a battery torch, you know what I mean? Oh, oh, a light light. Uh, like you got here torch. on the ground. And he's like... Oh, well, uh, this one's mine. You don't have another one? And he just kind of, like, looks into his tent and then looks back at you. Nope. Could I Could I borrow this one? Uh, I don't know you, friend. Well, you called me friend. That's a start. <laughs> you admitted our relationship. Oh, so? <laughs> uh, well, what, what do you need it for? You, I mean, you got car trouble? You're, you don't live here, do you? No, I dropped something on the other end of the parking lot, and I can't, I can't find it. I dropped my phone. 
and I don't have a light to find my phone. Oh, okay. Uh, well, if you're just going over there, sure. And he hands it to you, and he's like, uh, really appreciate you bringing that back. Okay? Yep, no problem. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you giving it to me. Alright, and then he goes back to whatever his task was, using the lighter instead. And I'll run back to the sewer with my new light in hand. Okay, so uh, you can drop down there. It's uh, a square, kind of tight space at the bottom. And there's like a tube running towards the street. And uh, there's also a tube running under the ground towards the mall. So the, the tube is probably just wide enough that you think you might be able to get your shoulders into it. So I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting flashbacks to <laughs> past operations I've run, escaping, escaping the, the ghetto as well. Yeah, all that stuff. So it doesn't, it doesn't make him uncomfortable. It's just a kind of nostalgic feeling, and he's gonna head towards the mall. In the hole. Yep. Okay, I think that's gonna take you a good long time because you're basically like snake crawling. It smells really bad, and there's some accumulated dirt on the bottom, so you're going to be a fucking mess on the other side, but uh, it's dry at least. Oh, it's not standable? You can't stand in it? No, it's... If you lay on your belly, you uh -huh. think you can get your shoulders into it. Like, that's how oh, wide the, oh. the hole is. I was thinking standing-wise, it was like at my shoulders, and I'm kind of hunched over. Oh, no, no, sorry. Yeah, it's it's like... When you said snake, your, snake along, I was like, oh, okay. I, your I'm, body I'm is almost the same size as the tube. Well, then, yeah, I'm not going to go through with this. Okay. A poor course of action. So I guess I'll jump out. I'll return the man's light. Uh, thanks a lot. Uh, did you get your phone? No, I think it fell through, uh, through into the sewer or something. Damn shame. Yep. But thank you. I'll give him back his light. And then I'll uh, head back towards the building. And there's a parking garage, right? Yeah, so if you glance up, you can uh, probably, well, let's see. Yeah, uh, you don't, yeah, it, it just looks like a half-crumbled uh, parking structure, like one of the, like the upper deck fell in. So it's like, you see the, the supports for the upper deck, but then farther along, it's kind of just like, a bunch of heavy rubble on the ground. And it's connected to the mall itself? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna go over there, try to get in that way. Okay, so you're heading kind of that way. Uh, the guard is kind of clocking you a little bit. Should I stealth? Can I try stealthing past him? Um, sure. So we go stealth and dex, what? Oof. Um, so that would be probably, I'd say, composure and stealth. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I will let you know that I rolled five dice and got seven successes for the guy to see you sneaking around, and then you went ahead and rolled eight. Lucky, lucky. Christ almighty. All right, so yeah, you can, um... You know, you you see him look in your direction, and then he looks off, 
And uh, when he looks back, you can tell that he was actually like looking past you. He wasn't specifically seeing you. So then you're able to kind of hustle over to the shadow over there. I'd like to think that I used all that dirt and shit that I was just laying in. <laughs> just, like smear it over my body and my face and stuff. Yeah, he has predator vision and he couldn't see you. Nice. So I'll get over there and uh, what do I see at the this broken down garage structures or doors um, and there's like rocks in front of them yeah so the you can see the like entrance to the mall is uh, not too far under the kind of overhang for the second level of parking that's still standing like the cave in is farther down but just like all the windows and doors there's just like layers of plywood in place um, just closing it up and it's all spray painted over and not in the best condition but uh yeah that's every all the entrances are closed up kind of in this way i'm making my way off up to the roof since that's where the fortune teller said to go okay so you're it's not exactly clear how you would do that oh there's no like staircase that goes up the levels uh or the parking garage doesn't go to the top is that what you mean yeah, you're thinking that the cave-in is maybe blocking that. Can I can I climb the rubble? Is it, like, piled on the side? Um, yeah, you can maybe get uh, pretty close. Like, if you're able to scramble up there, there's, there's, like, well, not daylight, but there's a gap between the top of the rubble heap and uh, the part that's kind of still hanging down. Gap of probably, like, 12 feet. I can jump it. Okay, you want to try that? Oh, yeah. Okay, so why don't you give me first, like, an athletics and dexterity roll, just to see if you can scramble up there decently. Okay, yeah, so you uh, lose your feet under some loose stuff once in a while, but you're able to kind of get to the precipice of the rubble, and um, it's probably about three feet away from you, and no, it's actually pretty much right above you, but it's about... 12 feet up and you're gonna have to kind of like uh what like michael jordan (laughs) oh i thought you were (laughs) saying my name yeah you're just gonna have to leap and uh try to get a handhold probably all right what are we doing for leap um i think there's a rule about that but i'm not sure how it works Um, yeah we were talking about that because that was one of the one of the skills was that you could leap. I mean, can't, uh, potent. can't vampires just turn into bats and just fly over? <laughs> nope. Somebody <laughs> didn't read. Not yet. Somebody can't read. <laughs> Gonna rub it in. Hey, you didn't have to hit so so close to home. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I just set a difficulty. All right. And why don't you? Try to roll your strength, athletics, and then give yourself a plus one because you have a level of potence, which is like supernatural strength. You also know that you could um, rouse the blood to like risk hunger, but you could do that to boost uh, this this strength roll to give you an extra die too if you want. Oh, let's do that. Let's give that a shot. Okay, so hit your rouse button. All right, let me drop these. I was, I was had all the dice ready to go. All right, there's my rouse. Right. 
Okay, so your hunger stays in check, but you feel kind of um, the blood that's throughout your body kind of shifting to where you need it to kind of make a big leap. So, uh, so you'll roll your strength, athletics, and two additional dice. Who's shooting? <laughs> Josh. Wow, even with all them dice. That sucks. Okay, yeah, so you, uh, well, you could spend willpower if you want uh, to reroll any specific dice. Alright, oh, any specific set? Yeah, like, you can pick three dice if you spend willpower. So to spend willpower, just hit the black plus under your willpower track. Yeah. And then roll three. So we'll say probably the failures are the ones you want to re-roll, I would imagine. Yeah, obviously. So just choose, just put three dice? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that gives you just enough to get it. So uh, you leap, and your hands brush, and you think you're going to, like, jackknife fall and crack your head on the rocks below, but you're able to, at the last second, like, get a handhold. And I'll say because you're in shape and you just spent your blood to uh, crank up your strength a little bit, you can uh, manhandle yourself to get uh, your toe on the side and then kind of roll uphill halfway and then finally get to a crouch and get up on the top of the parking structure. Okay. So that puts me on top of the parking structure, not on top of the mall yet. Okay. Yeah, so as you look back towards the mall now um it's not too far away uh there's just like you know another set of boarded up doors up here you can kind of look down at the whole expanse of the well not the whole expanse because you're sort of around a corner but uh you can see kind of the nearest part of the homeless encampment with the people's lights in their tents and stuff off sort of in the distance and but yeah it looks like clear sailing over to the the mall all right so I'm going to go over to the the roof of the mall. Do I see any? Uh, do and you hear from over to your left, Hey, what are you doing? Oh, my stealth didn't carry over. And it's Alexander's, it's Alexander's <laughs> voice, and you just see his head peeking up over the edge of the parking structure. And he's like, how did you get up here? Can you also climb on walls? I, uh, oh, you like movies. I, I true lies it. Haven't seen that one in a few years. Sorry. <laughs> And he, uh, he also climbs up over the edge and kind of dusts himself off and walks over to join you. And he's like, so now what do we do? We're still not inside the mall. Nope, we're looking for that hole in the, in the, in the roof to enter. Okay, well, I guess I could help you get up on the roof. And he kind of jogs over to the, the boarded up doorway and just Spider-Man's his way up onto the top of the mall and he kind of takes a second to look around up there and he's like uh maybe it's at the other end the entrance it looks pretty normal up here well let's let's take a look and he just kind of like reaches his arm down to drag you up so we'll say uh between the two of you guys you can both get on the roof yay so maybe now we can switch back to the other group mm-hmm Okay, uh, so uh, go ahead. No, I was gonna ask a question. Um, 
because we didn't like clearly define it at the beginning. But I mean, in my inventory, I have a phone. Do I know? Do I have Sam have a phone? Like I could text him. Or Alexander? I got rid of my phone. I got rid of my burner that I had. Okay. Does Alexander have one? Would uh, I know that he has one? Would I? Would I have the inclination to text have him? Doesn't have one listed, and I don't remember him saying that he had one. Okay. So no real way to communicate with him then. All right, in that case, then Levi would not think to do that, and uh, just uh, walk over to that flap, boarded up window or whatever. Yeah, so behind this like scraggly, dried out ass uh, bush that's way overgrown and kind of climbing up the wall, uh, part of what you're guessing is a window has been boarded up like everything else, and uh, you just see like on the corner where it looks like there should be. You know, some connection to the building there isn't necessarily. So you think you could probably pry it open. I, Levi just keeps his arms behind his back. Um, very erect posture. Just looks to Marzo. Doesn't say anything. Just looks at the window or the board. <clears throat> if you don't mind. My what? It's kind of like <laughs> I'm doing all these like uh, gestures to myself over here in my room. <laughs> And then forgetting that no one sees it, uh, so he just kind of like tilts his head to the the window. If you if you don't mind, what what do you what do you want me to do? Could you open the uh, remove the board there? Hmm. Uh, might as well, you can't do it yourself. <laughs> just... <laughs> Everything has to be a contest. Fine, I'll do it. Levi just kind of walks over there, feeling challenged. I'll remove the flap. Yeah, so it's kind of like um, if you use both hands, you can pull it away from the wall enough so that the other guy can get inside of it kind of thing. Okay. And like it All is right. it is uh, connected. It's just this, this corner of the big piece of plywood is not connected to the wall. Okay. So I'll just like strain to keep it open then. And just be like, all right, get your large ass in there. Hey, you don't have to say anything about my ass. I'll get in there. <laughs> Hurry up. <laughs> oh, oh, maybe you need to hit the gym sometime. <laughs> and he, like, walks past. <laughs> Do you even lift, bro? <laughs> <laughs> We are and not then, related. <laughs> Levi, you can kind of uh, press it open with your back and, you know, struggle your way in through, like, over the ledge and in through the window. I'll, I'll make sure Paul has room to get into because he's with us, right? Oh, yeah. Is it, uh, yeah, I guess Paul will squeeze in, taking care of his suit while Levi is still holding it open. Oh, it's real hard. Your suit's definitely going to get marked up, you think. Yeah, well, happy helped. Forgive me! <laughs> uh, once we pop in, it's it's dark, right? Pitch black. Yeah, it's very dark. Um, the temperature feels about the same as outside, but it's just stuffy. Like, there's way less airflow, so it just feels kind of gross uh, to be inside. And if you kind of look up, you can see that uh, it's one of those two-level malls, which maybe was apparent from the outside. And there's just sort of uh, 
you know, like uh, walkways in big, big circles around uh, the level above you, and through the middle part where you would be able to see the ceiling, you can see there's some pretty big gaps, like the ceiling is just falling in, and uh, you see like uh, some crows sitting on, like they're just roosting on the hand railings of the upper level like they're just that's where they sleep and uh looking around from the little bit of light that's coming in you just see a lot of like uh storefronts that are just trashed and some still have the the like metal security gating pulled across and everything is just spray painted and broken and falling apart levi will kneel down pop up in his briefcase and put his leather gloves on and pull out his flashlight. He's got like one of those black mag flashlights and uh, smack the end of it a couple times, shake it and click it on, kind of peer around the lights. If the light reveals anything additional, let me know, but we use that as the source of light. Yeah, it uh, plays across some rats. You just see like a bunch of rats skittering around. Um, just kind of shit strewn everywhere, broken stuff, trash. It's just uh, a big empty space, but just like so utterly destroyed. Like it's gonna be hard to kind of there's. It's hard to just like walk in a straight line because there's just debris everywhere. Do his heightened senses and just like keep an ear out for anything. Yeah, you hear a lot of animal noise, like when you. Um, start to kind of tune in on your heightened senses. You're thinking rodents, a ton of, like, just a ton of rodents. And uh, you've seen the the crows and stuff. Levi will take his flashlight and hand it to Paul and say, uh, well, given your keen senses, I think uh, maybe it would be best if you were to lead the way here. I'll take up the rear. I think you should go first and hold the light. <laughs> just have my arm extended with the light still out have a maybe sad look on my face once you say that mm. it's your time well. to shine I trust your judgment just turn then come Marzo stay close <laughs> I almost almost like wrap my arm and link with yours <laughs> Ugh, oh uh, okay <laughs> he just kind of looks between him and Paul like, I guess we're doing this so uh, Marzo may recall that he has a ability to see in the darkness. Well, yeah, I don't know why you guys making such a big deal about this. And uh, as look. you look at him, his eyes are just glowing red. By God, can you see in the night? Well, yeah, any, we all of us can see in the light, can't we? I said night with an N. <laughs> Don't stretch me. We're talking. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, I said night. I don't know what's wrong with your ears, too. Well, in that case, then, do you mind leading the way? You're the one with the flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. When none will lead, one must step forward. He just kind of, like, starts walking forward, and uh, he'll point beam the light up at the hole in the ceiling. Just say, I guess we should be expecting Bluebelly sometime soon through there. But, uh, I think the ones we're looking for would maybe be down below. Keep your eyes out. They're sneaky ones. 
Well, yeah. Uh, I have no problem seeing in this darkness. So, uh, after your <laughs> light kind of goes up at the hole and you point it back down where you're heading, uh, Paul, you're able to hear some kind of scuffling coming from up on the roof where the light had just been shining. And then we'll switch over to Sam and Alexander. Paul's going to pull out his gun and cock it. Slide that in real nice. Cock it in real nice, like. So, Sam, you're up on the roof with Alexander, and uh, you kind of look across the expanse of the roof, and you can see some obvious cave-ins as you kind of walk towards the center of the mall, um, especially like the area right above which the um, guard was. There's a pretty big cave-in that you think you could probably drop down into. Um, but Alexander is like, uh, I think that guard is right below it. What should we do? Mm. Can we sneak up to it and see if the guard is there? Uh, sounds good. So I'm going to do that. So Alexander drops down onto his toes and fingertips like Spider-Man. And he uh, kind of creeps up to the edge. Of the wall, and he uh, kind of just <laughs> that's a lot of dice to say of of the wall. <laughs> he peers over, just like with only his eyes, kind of going over the lip of the roof, and uh, he turns around and kind of needlessly, maybe obnoxiously, Spider-Man crawls on his toes and fingertips over to you before he stands up again, and he says, "Yeah, uh, he's down there." We better be quiet. All right. So we're going to have to create a distraction. So let's throw something into the whole area, but like in the opposite direction. What do you mean? So if he's standing facing west, there's this hole, right? So we throw something facing east. And then when he passes underneath the hole, we drop down and and hide and make our way. Okay. Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. Yeah. Alexander just takes his shoe off and he cocks his arm like he's going to throw it. Mm. Varsity Blues. Good one. He's like, you remember that? Maybe not a shoe. Maybe not a shoe. He's like, well, what else could we throw? There's all this rubble here. There's tons of rubble. And Alexander just slowly looks down at his feet and he says, oh, yeah, that would be better. And then he puts his shoe back on. I like the enthusiasm, though. And uh, Alexander picks up a piece of rubble that's probably a little bit bigger than the size of his fist. And he just kind of like tosses it up in the air a little bit and catches it. And he's like, how much you want to bet I can throw this goddamn piece of rubble over that mountain? <laughs> you say, uh, maybe I should throw the rubble. Suit yourself. I'll, and he I'll... puts it in your hand. All right. So I got to stealth over to the hole and then throw the rubble in. So uh, direction. the idea is kind of like you're scuffling around on the roof. Um, it's like difficult terrain because there's just so much shit and debris up there. Okay. And this guy is like at the ground level, like immediately below where you want to go in. So I think 
you're thinking if you just throw it off in the distance into the no man's land, maybe like along the edge, like along the side of the mall, it might be plausible that it's just, you know, a chunk deteriorating off, but it'll still make enough noise to kind of attract him. You're talking about the exterior then, right? Yeah. Okay, I was thinking interior. Oh, no, no. He's the same guy from before on the outside. Okay, okay. Alexander just thinks you should be careful because he might hear you guys dropping down or something. Okay. All right, let's go with that then. Okay, so mm, I'll say you can successfully throw a piece of rubble. And uh, the guy kind of, well, you don't know. Alexander uh, creep walks back over to the edge and kind of puts his nose on the lip of the edge and see him watching for a minute and then as he's watching he just raises his thumb at you behind his back cool I'm going to turn on my lethal body I don't think that costs anything no it's passive yeah baby check out these guns I'm not gonna do that okay yeah just that then I'm not gonna put my claws out right now just want to make my body tough. Okay. And uh, I guess we're going to drop in stealthily. Try. Okay. Do you want to do a new stealth roll? Yeah. Okay. No, so one, not really. I want to take the old one. The old one was great. Well, <laughs> let's say because it's been a while. Why don't you yeah. try to do stealth and composure again? I think is a good roll. I like it. It's a lot of dice. It's a lot of fails. Oh, best deal failure. Oh, shit. Okay. So, uh. As you come over to the edge and you're you're kind of taking a look over at uh, over at uh, Spider-Man giving you the all's good signal, just something about the way that he's creeping around on his toes and fingers just irritates you to the degree that you just it it goes against kind of your feeling of professionalism about doing the operation. And uh, this kind of just raises the beast in you a little bit. And um, hold on, I'm trying to find the thing. Frenzy check. So we're going to see if I can find this dang thing. <laughs> we're all learning the rules, boys. John's going to come back. This guy's dead. Another one of the <laughs> characters dead by my hands. He's sort of having flashbacks. And all of a sudden, Alexander looks like a Nazi. You just leave one of them. Okay, so the thing I'm looking for is compulsions. Oh, he like adds one, doesn't he? Or something like that? No. Like he has compulsion. to act out one. So the beast is just uh, exerting its influence over the the body pretty much. And oh, there's he, a table for it. Yeah. yeah oh, it's not in the list of tables, though, of course. Like an animal trait comes out, one of those things? No, that's when you rage, I think. Okay, here we go. So we'll say that um, you get kind of a an impulse to, like you're kind of the alpha. You have this impulse that comes over you to just, like, tell Alexander what to fucking do. Like, he's just, he's going to blow it. He's distracted you to the point that you haven't been able... Like, you accidentally kicked some rubble down into the hole, and you're just really pissed off. 
and you need to tell him how to operate in this situation. So that's the compulsion that you need to kind of act out. So I'll grab him by his collar and shake him. Like, this isn't a fucking game. And he's like, hey, whoa. We're professionals, goddammit. And he just kind of looks over the edge of the building. And he's like, jeez, all right. You made me use the Lord's name in vain. Lighten up. Yo. Yo. People don't really care about that anymore these days. I do. He's like, you better take your hands off of me. And I'll like, I'll let him go, but my hands will be all shaking, ready to just like wring his neck. You need to take a chill pill. God damn. And he just kind of like brushes the front of himself off. And he was like, he takes one more look over the edge and he was like, he's still over there poking around in whatever you threw. So why don't you get down in this hole already? And you see him drop onto his uh, hands and feet again, and he's just Spider-Man crawls into the hole. I'll just shake my head. So uh, we'll switch back over now to Paul, who has drawn and cocked his firearm at the same moment where he sees a shape kind of ooze over the edge of the uh hole in the ceiling from the light of the you know moon or the ambient lighting from outside into kind of the darkness of the intact ceiling next to the hole what happens next like marzo and levi are walking closer right and i'll follow behind them a couple of paces yeah so uh as you're kind of walking along you hear alexander call down hey and then uh, you hear it sound like a bag of meat hitting the ground. And he's like, we came in from up top. He's calling down to you guys from the upper level. It smells bad in here. Keep your voice down. And uh, he just looks up at Sam through the hole. And he's like, hey, the other guys are down here. Come on. Okay. And Sam, you feel pissed off that he's giving you suggestions about what to do. I was coming down anyway. <laughs> but not because you said so. That's your line. <laughs> can, can you can you get down, Samuel? Yep. Who who is that? Yeah. So yeah. if you want to drop in, you can just drop in, Sam. That's fine. Yeah. Was my bike off or something? Yes, I think so. Oh. I said, yeah. Just jump in. Okay. So uh, you can look down and see the other three. They're on the bottom level. You don't immediately see like a stairs to get down there. Must be like farther along the top level or something. Okay. But uh, more or less, everybody's kind of in the same area, just on two different levels. So, uh, Sam, when you drop down, you kind of stir some of the crows that were that have been roosted on the handrail of the upper level, but uh, they just kind of like hop a little bit and flap their wings, and uh, maybe. They're taking a closer look at you. Mm. Does it feel... Does it seem like unusual behavior, the way the crows are examining him? Yeah, does it feel weird to me? Uh, to you? For all you know, I mean... That you, wilderness thing? You jumped down next to some sleepy crows, and okay. you weren't necessarily stealthy about it, so you're thinking you kind of just maybe woke them up or alerted them a little bit. Okay. Alexander there? What's that? Alexander is there, right? 
Yeah, Alexander he's up at the top. Oh, he hasn't jumped down yet. Okay. He's yeah, he's on the upper level of the mall. He's standing you guys there. are on the first level. We're on the second level, right? Yeah. Yeah. So this person that I, the person that we saw walking past, they're on the second level with me, or they're on the first level. They're outside on the ground. Oh, I think I was misunderstanding the whole time. Okay. <laughs> Apologies if I was confusing. I thought it was a guy inside walking around. Nope. So I was trying to distract him so I could drop in. <laughs> I think you were trying to get him to walk away from the part where you may be scuffling around to drop through a hole in the ceiling of the thing yeah. that he's 20 feet away from vertically. Yeah, he's not inside. Got it. Okay. Yeah, so you guys look around and you see the same pretty dark uh, shit-strewn kind of mess of a crumbling mall on the inside. Alright, I guess we take a second to like just discuss anything we've seen so far. Anything of note, which I think so far we're, we're still not really sure. Haven't seen any signs of the Nosferatu. So, can I like, uh, I don't know, I'm not trained in a cult or anything. Would, uh, I'm trying to think if Levi would know what to look for. Like in terms of like like markers or anything like that. The Nosferatu would use to like identify where they're at, like on the wall, like in the graffiti or anything like that. Or is there anything I can do to try to look for any kind of signs? Yeah, I was eating rat like like rat corpses that look like they've been drained or something. Or I don't know. I have a cult one dot. <laughs> um, yeah, I think if you want to try to collectively figure that out, uh. You both have etiquette, which is maybe appropriate if you're looking for, like, vampire signs or whatever, like mm -hmm. that they would have established on purpose. So maybe one of the two of you do intelligence and etiquette at a plus one. I'm sorry, what etiquette? I missed the first part. Intelligence. That would be intelligence. Are you plus one for me? That would be four dice. That would be... Same for me, so... Why was it three? Should be four. I have two intelligence, one etiquette, and I did a plus one. Well, do you want to just roll another die then? Boing. Okay. Yay. So you uh, look around and you don't see anything super obvious. Mm, Levi will get kind of frustrated and uh, not a fan of all this cloak and dagger stuff, so he's going to turn the group and he's like, well, they don't want to be found we'll just bring them to us right straight up and, investigate. Oh, all right I'll, all right I'll, I'll go ahead do that i'll wait can we do that yeah so what what kind of are you just uh what are you looking for kind of tracks because no one goes in here but them okay so like signs of uh a coming movement. and going or something oh, yeah like footprints and things like that okay so why don't you do uh resolve and tracking so that would be i think it's my investigation and i have it trained in it so yes that would be five dice for you yeah that's what i got hey baby okay yeah so you uh as you guys kind of move along and um sam you come down to the uh, main level eventually you guys come across the stairs so the whole group is on the same level you see um just kind of like almost imperceptible like paths that look like they're traveled through the 
kind of garbage a little more than others and you're able to kind of snake that uh see that snaking through and uh takes you kind of around a bend and to what looks to have been one of those just random normal sized doors in the side of a mall that you see that leads to like a corridor okay and there's no door on it though it's just the long kind of narrow hallway that disappears down into the uh or away into kind of the darkness boys i think i'm i think i'm on the trail follow me let's group stealth lead the way pot hunter <laughs> let's group stealth and alexander says wait what is it, Alexander? What movie you miss your like family? He's like, I can, um, I'll go out in front and I'll try to see if I can see anybody. Oh, good thinking. What do you mean? How's that any different from what Sam's doing? And he's like, he, um, leans over to you and gets pretty close and he pulls <laughs> his shirt up over his nose and he says, I see dead people. Are you being serious, or are you just being sad again? And he uh, puts his shirt back to normal, and he's like, No, I can uh, pierce the magical uh, way that uh, these ugly vampires hide themselves. Oh, that's useful. Very well, then. I'll uh, hang to the back with my light. Okay. So uh, he starts to creep along kind of a half of a crouch, but not necessarily being stealthy, more, you think, probably focusing on uh, keeping an eye out for something. So he's uh, leading you guys through. All right, let's stay close to Marzo. Does it smell like Nosferatu down here? Um, It certainly stinks. Like rot stink? Yeah, you're just, Paul, you're just overwhelmed with the stink of just, like, uh, like uric acid. You're thinking, like, probably rat, mouse, rodent, cat, and uh, bird shit. Just, like, this overpowering ammonia smell. Um, but strangely, it seems to be a little bit even stronger as you're coming through this hallway. Maybe I... If I see like any change like in uh, Paul's demeanor or anything when he smells this stuff, I'll just kind of like ask him, like, you getting any feels on this? I only detect animal urine. Maybe I would just like keep going forward then. This cane out, kind of poking around like he's blind. All right, so uh, go ahead, Paul. Paul is like entirely silent now. All of a sudden, he's just like, you no longer hear his footsteps. Okay, and uh, Alexander approaches kind of a... So this, is the flashlight still going, or how are we doing that? Yeah, flashlight's still on. Okay, so you see you're kind of like... Um, it's like half of its shaft of light is cut off by Alexander's body being in the way. Um, but you can see ahead enough that uh, this little service tunnel thing kind of extends straight. And then there's also a branch off to the left coming up. And uh, as Alexander kind of creeps up, he looks around the corner and uh, you see him just fall backwards, kind of uh, scrambling to keep his feet. And he bumps on his ass 
And he goes, ah, what the fuck? Just put my light like down right at his feet. Um, so you don't see anything. And he's just like on the ground holding his face. What happened, man? And uh, as he takes his hand away and looks up at you, you can just see like, um, well, I guess it, maybe it doesn't change color if there's no blood flowing through his face. <laughs> but uh, he's clearly like abraded on the skin of his face and he's like something just fucking hit me in the face so uh using um sam's gonna take his blades out the uh voice of uh hardstat and just gonna kind of let my voice kind of carry through the space we're walking through and just levi's just gonna like project out come out of hiding you know we're here come we must talk is that for your uh, claws, Sam? Yeah, it's for my blaze, my claws, yeah. Okay. So uh, your voice just booms through the two kind of open ways in front of you. And Alexander gets back to his feet. And then he starts, uh, he like just attaches himself to the side wall of the, the branch off to the left. And he's like, this is what you get for walking around on your two feet like a chump. And he just starts to crawl along the wall instead, down that way. Is the wall that tall? <laughs> Is it like just a it's like foot a ceiling. It's like a nine foot ceiling, but he's just you know crawling on the side wall of the hallway down that way instead of walking on his two feet. <laughs> and Sam, uh, you're kind of you see him go off down that way, and you feel resentment. <laughs> Not relieved. No, you, you feel pissed off that he's still doing this whole Spider-Man gimmick. Oh, I thought I felt relieved that he's getting the fuck away from me. Yeah, maybe a little <laughs> bit of that. That makes sense. Is that like, what is it, like remnants of the bestial failure thing? Yeah, his uh, his beast is kind of compelling him to want to to discipline Alexander and bring him in line. He doesn't necessarily know that that's why he's feeling that way but that's his compulsion right now is to dominate Alexander. Oh, someone's about to get butt-fucked. <laughs> Damn it. So uh, you just see Alexander kind of disappearing down towards the end of the flashlight down that hall. I'll just keep forward then. Do I, do I get a sense of this like rising tension between Sam and uh, Alexander at all? Is it palpable? I would let Sam answer that. Yeah, I would say you could you could you could pick it up. I think anyone looking can see because my uh, my hands are shaking still. I, I, it's like visibly shaking with rage, <laughs> annoyance, rage. Yeah. So I, I think you could definitely pick up on it. Okay. Levi will just kind of put a calming hand on uh, Sam's shoulder and uh, just kind of uh, just say very quietly, you know, level head now, level head. Just keep walking forward, keeping my eyes on the ground a bit, I guess, since we have no one checking for landmines anymore because they're crawling on the fucking wall. So, oh, so he was just your minesweeper out ahead of you guys? (laughs) 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 Well, I mean, it's that's seemed like what he was doing. He just wanted to go ahead, so it was his job to check things out. Yeah, let's go ahead. Okay, so uh, you see him um, as you guys go further down this little side branch uh your light catches up to him and marzo of course can just 
plain old see him in the dark uh, standing in front of a door. And he's like, uh, this is the end of the line in this tunnel. Hmm. Just walk over the door. Paul, hear anything? I want to press my ear up against the door. Okay, can you roll your wits plus awareness and add two dice for your auspects? Okay, so you uh, you hear some shuffling on the other side of the door. Like large shuffling? Possibly bipedal? Yeah, you're thinking just, you know, it's a, a room and some people are ostrich. moving around in there. Oh, okay. Um, uh, so I'm going to whisper to Levi specifically that um, I hear some people moving about. I don't know if they're kindred or not. And then I'm going to proceed to the rear of the group. Very well then. And uh, I'll just put my hand on the knob of the door and turn it. But uh, just turning it more to check to see if it's locked in than I am trying to open it right now. Quietly as possible. Yeah, it's uh, not locked. It's it's not locked! I'll just slowly open the door. <laughs> like, like a haunted house kind of thing. Just Okay, so uh, you ease the door open and uh, you walk in and it's incredibly dark, like profound darkness. This is an interior room with no light source running and, you know, no windows or anything. You're thinking, so you don't necessarily have an immediate sense of how large it might be, but uh, that like air pressure difference or that kind of extra sense that we all have makes you think it's probably a pretty big room. Just kind of slowly scanning the light through the room then. And also like looking at Marzo, like checking his expression. Do you see anything? Yeah. Uh, Marzo, you can tell immediately that this is like a break room, but it's a pretty good size one. So you're thinking maybe it's like the break room that everybody in the mall can use. So it has enough room for like, you know, a, a person from you know, maybe half the stores to be chilling in here. So there's like a couple rows of like school lunch table type of things. And there's three different refrigerators on one wall and everything is just musty and shitty. And then uh, over in one corner, there's just like a giant stack of uh, like beanbag chairs. Like it's been made into some kind of like preposterous throne or like, uh, like low rent you know, lounge for some disgusting sort of king to lay on, but you don't see any people or any things in here. Oh, uh, I guess uh, Marzo uh, just tells them that, yeah, you know, it's dead in here. Mm. And, uh, Paul, you hear some snickering. In the room? You don't see anyone. And Alexander says, I don't get it. It says the direction of the snickering? Or is it just like... Uh, yeah, you. Um, from what you saw from the flashlight playing around, do you think it's coming from that mountain of beanbag chairs? <laughs> I have a feeling these are children. I'm going to, like, tap Marzo on the shoulder. Oh, wait, hold on, never mind. Sam, he's there. I'll, like, tap Sam on the shoulder and, like, point towards the pile without saying anything. Children, come out. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just beam the light over towards where uh, Paul is pointing. 
Okay. And uh, your light kind of just wavers. Like, uh, you know, you're panning it back and forth. You're finding yourself like you have the need to look into the top corner of the room too. Some, like if, as if you're expecting to see Alexander up there between the ceiling and the two corners of the wall. Uh, but you guys don't see anything. I'm so just going to turn on my all. I'll go ahead, Sam. Go for it. I was going to approach the beanbag cautiously. Okay. And as he's approaching, I'll turn on my all. And I'll just kind of say, you know, throughout the room, come out, come out. We just need to chitty chat. And uh, Sam, as you get kind of like a uh, leaping distance from the beanbag chair, um, uh, Levi is finally able to settle his light on a figure who was just like wasn't there before or the light never played across him somehow and now he's there and i will reveal a picture see a bald man bulging gut hello lads welcome to me tavern you see this (laughs) this guy (laughs) lounging and uh he's wearing like comically oversized um like tracksuit and it looks brand new cocaine's hello drug and uh he's just like biting on the end of his thumb and he's like y'all come all this way yes we were, we're here for information we heard you are you guys know about your what do i say cherry's sherry's boys know all about everything and he kind of just smiles and you'll notice that uh like Exactly every other tooth in his mouth is missing. <laughs> uh, it's it's a wild like if he he can close his mouth extra far because the bottom teeth go into the gaps in the upper teeth. So he's just making this really unsettling smile, and uh, it's at that moment that uh, you see a couple more figures reveal themselves. Is like uh, is it like the picture where his like nose is missing too. It's like his... yeah, he has a weird fucked up nose. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Michael Madsen really, really let himself go. Looks like he put six nine over him and over this picture mm-hmm. and and that frog beam. Hmm. It's not sharing with you. Oh, there you go. Oh, there we go. <laughs> And uh, the first figure who revealed himself says, I guess they figured out it's not just me. <laughs> and he uh, kind of struggles to clamber out of the bean bags and stand up in front of Sam. And then he just kind of nods at him and then moves past him to go over to one of the fridges. And then uh, this tattoo-faced uh, slender woman speaks up. She's like at the very top of the mountain of beanbags kind of looking down at you from pretty close to the top of the ceiling. There's probably like two foot of headroom above her. And she's like, what is it you're looking for? So Paul is going to like back, put his back against the wall, like right next to the door and just hold his gun in front of him, like ready to shoot some stuff. And she just kind of looks at your pistol and then scans uh looks like she's looking between the bunch of you and kind of settles on levi what is it tell me 
Well, we're here for information. Looking for an exchange. Okay. What do you know about the uh, recent mishap about one of our kind in the Commerce District? Something about an explosion? And she uh, looks slightly downhill on the top of the crusty old beanbags at uh, this other tattoo face and headed sleepy looking figure who kind of just looks up at her and uh, he kind of mutters something under his breath and maybe Paul can pick it up uh, that he says the the children said there was uh, an attack on that garage so she kind of nods at him and then repeats back to Levi we've heard that there was an attack on that garage by who and she just kind of shrugs at you weren't you there Um, come on now don't pretend like you don't know everyone knows that you always have the information well it's not that we always have it it's that we can get it and what would that cost and uh you hear from across the room where uh, the first guy went and he is kind of rummaging through the refrigerator and he stops and looks back over his shoulder and just calls out it's time the time is now we have to do it and he takes a couple of steps towards her and she just holds up a hand and he stops and kind of looks down at his feet and then goes back into the fridge uh, to do whatever he's doing is he having a fit and she says no He's trying to influence my decision, and I think he's right. And you see the uh, the sleepy-looking guy's eyes open up a little bit more. You're thinking maybe that's the far as, as far as they go, as his head snaps back to look at her, and uh, she just kind of nods at him, and she's like, Yes, there's so many of you, and you made it this far, and you found us, more or less. So... Levi, ask him about their children. I'm going to, like, whisper to Levi. So she keeps talking. So we're willing to find out for you because we also want and need to know. But we'll share the information with you if you can do something for us. Something very important to us. What's your investment in Dyer? Investment? What's your need to know? And she just kind of chuckles. We need to know because it happens. Do I see the the hooded person I was talking to at the corn truck? No. Okay. You're thinking uh, the first guy with the hooded tracksuit is the wrong shape and size to have been that person. What is it that uh, you'd want us to do? Something involving your children? No, no. Nothing like that. And uh, she kind of looks like she is rethinking it as she starts to say it but she says we need you to take someone out make someone go away someone that we once shared a bond of friendship with but who now keeps us from something we desire he like puts his gun down to his side I'm all ears we want to return to a place that was special to us Victoria's Secret thinking like maybe he can set him up with like a, a nice condo Maybe a loft. We want to return to the Olive Garden in the Northeast parking lot. 
just okay. kind of squints his eyes, like trying to maintain his composure, but then he just can't help but just like look at everyone else. And Alexander yeah. is just ch- straight up chuckling. Paul, oh no, Paul is like stone cold face. He holds it together. Sam is happy to be able to quell his rage, maybe, if he gets to kill someone. <laughs> and, his uh, rage about the whole garden. The, no. I know. The sleepy-looking guy um, kind of slowly turns back towards the group and specifically towards Alexander. And he, uh, his little mush mouth, you don't think maybe he has any teeth? And he says, You think it's funny? You think it's so goddamn funny? Guess what? It's like having a castle. It's like having a home or or having a workshop that you can't visit. It's on your turf, but you can't use it. We want it back. We have to have it back. And then he looks back up over his shoulder at the woman. And she just kind of like makes a calming gesture at him. And she says, yes, one of us. And she gives a sharp look across the room towards the guy digging around in the fridge who's now um, not doing that anymore. He's just standing over there kind of with his hands folded. One of us lost control there. And since we are careful, unlike most of our kind, we have not returned since 1992. If If you understand that this mall is and has been our home... It's such a waste to have this space in our little domain, which we can no longer use. So I've, I understand your plight, but I don't understand what's preventing you from just walking over there and taking it. We need you to make sure that the assistant manager can never return. So you want us to eliminate the assistant manager of the Olive Garden? Uh, Levi, can, can you join me outside real quick? He'll just, like, hold up his hand to the, the Nosferatu group and just say, A moment, please. And turns to Paul. We'll, like, put his arm around Levi and, like, walk him out a couple of meters, like, into the corridor. Be like, ah. So as far as I gather it, they just want an olive garden parking lot? So that's where we're at, right? So let's just promise it to him, and we can figure out how to do this, right? But I tell mean, him yes. Yes, of course. And we, I mean, we could just buy it. Yeah, right? Like, whatever. Just, yeah, right? Okay. Let's head back Agreed. in. We will do this for you. And uh, not only will you have the Olive Garden return to your control, I will make sure that you have control of it in a, a more legal fashion as well. What do you mean? The deed. I think it's within my scope of power to procure the deed for the Olive Garden. That way, not only will it be yours by kindred right, but it will be yours legally as well. We don't. Hey. We don't want to get mixed up in legal things. Don't worry. Well, then. It. Well, if I may, it'll be held in someone else's name. But you'll be able to pick the staff if you wish. If you have a problem, does that sound agreeable to everybody? She looks down at the sleepy one, and he just looks back at her, and she says, "How will you accomplish this?" Uh, you want to field this one. What exactly is this assistant manager to you? Is he a former member of your coterie? No, she's immortal. Is this Olive Garden operational? Yes, it's the only part of this whole complex that's still operational. Uh, It's along the road 
at the extreme end of the northeast parking lot. I see. It stands alone. What's preventing you from just scaring her off? Even with our extreme abilities to pass without a trace or to disguise ourselves, we cannot run the risk of a familiar face recognizing some characteristic of ours that we may not even see in ourselves. Something that can't be disguised. A turn of phrase. A mannerism. It's too risky. We've waited long enough. We will find you the information while you handle this task. This person someone from your previous life? She doesn't answer. Levi just smiles and nods. I see. Well, this can easily be accomplished. How long will it take you to get the information? Uh, She looks down at the sleepy one, and he looks over and he's like, Oh, my children should be able to give you something to work off of before the uh, sunrise. Perfect. Can I get an insight roll on if it is something from her previous life? Um, Yeah, I can give you your gut take, I guess, if you roll it. Yep. All right. So insight and wits, I guess. You can type it to me if you want to keep it secret from all these other fuckers. Okay. Damn it! I was muted. I said something witty. It's great. You all missed it. My best lines too, my man. That is all. So she repeats. How will you accomplish this task? You are dead. That's up to you. I think uh, she's due for a vacation. What kind of car does she Maybe drive? Uh, <clears throat> she drives a red Plymouth. Hmm. Woman of good taste. Should be easy to spot. Does she have a tree air freshener in it as well? Speak plainly. Okay, I think we have enough to go on. What's her name? Heather. Heather. Red Plymouth. Assistant manager at Olive Garden. Hair color. White! Age? She barks. How is this relevant? She's older! Probably 60 by now! I want... I need to know my targets. Understood. It is difficult for us to release so much information. But if it helps you complete the task, we'll do it. Do vampires in this game have a have a thing for uh, against garlic or anything, or is that not existent? Uh, very few do. It's a flaw you can take. In character creation. Yeah, it would be hard for them to mess around in an olive garden if, you know, a breadstick could keep you away. Yeah. There was a guy with garlic fries last week. <laughs> they don't sell their pasta there. It's disgusting. All right. I think uh, we should have this resolved pretty quickly. How will you complete the task? She says for the third time. Do you care? You just want her gone, right? Doesn't matter the fashion. <sighs> We will not release the information until we have something more concrete. Would you settle for a written contract? No! She barks. (laughs) Well, I would be leaving this up to our two experts. Just kind of gestures to Sam and Marzo. Just assuming Marzo is good at getting rid of people. Um, Hmm. I think a, uh, a car accident is probably the best way. Happens to all the time. In the Plymouth, they're not known for their safety. That's for certain. Sabotage, then. Yes, indeed. We'll she be sabotage. 
glances at the other two and says, Fine! And then what will you do once she's gone? We will return to the Olive Garden freely, whenever we please. <laughs> and you see the sleepy one kind of cracks a bit of a smile. He's like, yes, we've waited too long since 1992. He reminds you. That's a, that's a long time to be thinking about the Olive Garden. How does she keep you from there? I think her main concern, my friend Sam, is they saw what happened when this mumbly fellow lost control. She was a witness. And he says, Hey, it wasn't me. It was f- stupid Bill. And the other guy goes, Shut up! Could happen to anybody! It's happened to you before! And he's like, Yeah, but not at our Olive Garden. And she goes, Stop it! It'll be done soon enough! Right? And she looks back at Levi. Levi just looks at Sam. Yep. Nods his head. Looks to Marzo. Marzo just kind of like looks at everyone. Kind of shrugs like, oh, okay, so I guess we killed this girl. Uh, what? <laughs> Marzo's like, when are we going to take that car back? <laughs> well, we can't kill this girl. We can't kill her now. I mean, it's middle of the night. It's not open. She's not going to be there. Perhaps we can... Is is the Olive Garden not open? I'm not sure. Like, what time is it? It's like midnight, at least. Yeah, it's like midnight or 12.30. All right, well, we just we, pop we into the ahead. Olive Garden, find some information, where's our address, go there, look at the split. We should probably confirm what kind of evidence they want. Or, you know, like, do we need to, I, I don't know, a death certificate or something? I think her just not showing up would be evidence enough. Well, do we'd have to wait until morning you know like i think we kind of want to get this we want to get ahead of this you know for the pr right we'll go in and we'll find her home address we'll take care of her so should we bring a head or something like what you know like the woman just says we will know uh, um it's kind of their thing to know okay this new territory for me everyone and paul's gonna just like takes a step back yes it's dirty business but needs to be done is there a faster way out of here besides the roof? Uh, yes, uh, we discovered one. Oh, cool. Where? She demands. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, uh, near the entrance of the mall. There's a, uh, plywood flap casing one of the windows, and it's loose. Pull it back, you can slide through. How did you find this? And Levi just, uh, points to his eyeballs. Taps him. <sighs> You're sneakier than I gave you credit for, if that's the case. Very and good. It is. Well, time's a-wasting. Call on your children, and uh, we will be meeting before the sun rises. And she kind of just nudges the sleepy one with her foot and says, Send your children! And uh, the sleepy-looking one just starts muttering and kind of uh, tapping the beanbag next to where he's sitting. And... Uh, just like these bunch of little eyes poke out from in between the bean bags, and about eight or ten, just the biggest rats you've ever seen, just kind of like explode out of it and uh, go rushing off, um, skittering over Paul's feet and uh, down the corridor that you guys came down through. Are any of them white? Bye. <laughs> There's a 10% chance one is white. None of them are white. 
Oh, those children. Okay. As a new fixture of his life. Levi will turn the group. Well, I think I've had my fill of this mall. Shall we leave? Mm. And Sherry says, or the woman whose name you don't know, but who you're assuming is Sherry, says... says in the image. Yeah. Oh, it does? Okay. Well, <laughs> it's fine. She says, We will deliver you what we find. Oh, then you know where we live, then. We'll find you, she says simply. How convenient. Well, then, when we awake next, uh, next dawn, next sunset, I don't know what the hell I should say. I hope to have some information. <laughs> Come, let's go. Time's a wasting. And uh, as you go to to turn around and walk out, your flashlight plays across like a mountain lion that's sitting at the side of the uh, big mountain of beanbag chairs, just casually sitting there. What the hell? And it just kind of ears flip a little bit, but it's a resting kind of. Maybe ready to spring, but looks like it's pretty casual. I just like give, turn the flashlight back at the Sherry. It's like this. This is how you operate. What? <laughs> Never mind. We found it in the park. In the park? Which park? She kind of gestures in a certain direction, and she's like, "The wildlife preserve. It's on the other side of the highway from here. Very useful deterrent for us." Okay, Levi was like. Cons- more concerned if it was from where he has one of his um, residents. I'm just not oh, at the zoo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and he'll just kind of nod and say, "Yeah, it's very effective. I, I'm sure. I'm uh, very effective. I'm sure." Okay. Well, look, I'd love to stay and look at your animal collection, but uh, <laughs> I think we all have something we need to do. We'll be taking a leave of you. Turns to to leave, turns the flashlight on. And she kind of nudges the sleepy one again, and he uh, mutters, Oh, sorry for punching you in the face. You startled me. And Alexander just kind of makes a, like a shitty smile at him, like, fuck you smile, as he turns around to leave. Levi just says something like, Oh, don't worry, he's seen worse in the war. (laughs) The war between brothers. Wrong and, war. Uh, yeah. I was in the war against tyranny. <laughs> and uh, just gonna walk on out. <laughs> the revolutionary. All right, Sam Marzo. I think you would be best equipped for handling this. All right. Uh, sure. <laughs> Marzo's like, I don't know what I do. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Get me out of here. We're walking out. That's what we're doing now. Can't you see right. your feet are moving? So if we get out, I'm going to look in the distance towards the Olive Garden. And I am going to... So how are you guys coming out? I'm I'm leading them to the way that we came in. We being Levi and Marzo and Paul. That flap. Okay. Yeah, you guys can, can find your way there. And uh, when we leave, I guess I'll just go over to that guard that let us in. And uh, just try to keep his focus on me. Maybe turn on the all too. So as uh, you start kind of coming out, you hear uh, kind of a clipped voice saying, "No, no, no." Okay, from voice coming from outside. Yes. Okay, take a peep to see who's saying no. 
Uh, you see the back of the guard, and he's like facing the homeless encampment. Oh, okay. I'll stop then. Can I hold my hand up to stop everyone? So about forty-five seconds passes, and then uh, you just hear a knock on that piece of plywood, and he says, "Come!" All right. <laughs> Pop it open. Just, Thanks for keeping watch. No, I'll start sliding out. And he says, "Now I told you to knock when you was coming through." But you didn't. You could have been seen. Oh, how careless of me. Well, thank goodness you were here. Yeah, thank goodness for you I was here, not somebody else. Now, what do you think about this investment of yours? Oh, it's, uh, it's not nearly as in bad shape as I thought. It could be a quick turnaround. So what are you going to, you're going to, like, turn the stores into places for people to live? So, like, we can move inside? Not just, like, uh, not going to, you know... Just strip inside, strip down the uh, cage jewelers and throw in some beds. No, no, it's gonna be some reconstruction. You would have actual homes. Well, no, just, uh, I mean a cage jewelers is one is oftentimes the smallest store in the mall, so that wouldn't make sense. You're right. It would not make sense at all. No, you'd want something more like a gap. Now, a gap, you could put several different. You could almost even split it into different like, well, dormitories. I'm talking to him. I'm just like waving my hand, like gesturing for everyone just to climb out and just yeah, go. He's just kind of like has a his finger on his chin and he's looking up at the sky. You can tell he's been thinking about this while you guys have been inside. And he's like, now, you know, I was thinking uh, it might be fun to have some kind of a, you know, like a fireman's pole to get from the top level to the floor. I mean, doesn't that oh, just yes. sound like fun? You could build a safety cage around it. I'm not saying just have a pole from the ceiling to the floor, but... You know, it's faster, and the kids will like it. Speaking like a man who really thinks about security, yes, can't have any kind of liabilities, but I like the idea. Yeah, fireman's pole, and maybe, uh, you know, just like hammocks for everybody to use if they want to. Just out in the open. And uh, as we're doing this, and he's like, seems to be relaxed and having this conversation. Indoor common space. You never find it. Everywhere you go needs somewhere you gotta buy something, you gotta beg and plead, you can't just go in anywhere, it's really, what? Go home and take a rest. And he kind of uh, just puts his gun down on the ground, his rifle, and uh, like untucks his shirt and says, well, I'm gonna go home and get a rest. You deserve it. I hope you decide to go through with this purchase. I think you and me working together... We could really turn this place around for these people that have been living outside too long. And he just starts marching off towards the homeless encampment. I'll just like look at Sam real quickly and just kind of point at the gun on the ground. Yeah, I'm going to grab that. Okay, so you pick it up and it's kind of, I don't know, uh, like a semi-automatic rifle, but it's in pretty bad shape. But giving it a look over, you think uh, you could clean it up and... And in a pinch, you could use it, and it would probably work. Okay. Should add that to my arsenal. Guns. Guns, 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 guns. All right. I guess then uh, head to the Olive Garden. Yeah. Let's go. Marzo's just like, uh, so we're really going to kill this girl. Well, we might not kill her. An accident may happen. Uh, We're not uh, going to kill her, Marzo. Plymouth uh, and their poor safety design is going to kill her. Hey, look, I want to find Rex and all, but this seems a bit crazy. 
what, what, what is this? We're going to we're going to Olive Garden to kill some assistant manager. I mean, I mean where is the, the custom you had when we fought earlier? So, I don't know if it like it becomes uh, apparent like through conversations, but uh, Levi has like a lower humanity than I think some of the other people in here. So he's just kind of like really, you know, not doesn't seem really too overwhelmed by the fact that we're you know doing this. And uh, he's just like, you know, Mars, all these things happen, you know, whether it's a real accident or the mob putting hits on people. It's, it's a part of the world. You should know this. You run drugs, for God's sakes. And Alexander speaks up and he's like, maybe in the movies it is, but this is real life. You can't just go around killing anybody who gets in your way, especially just some ugly bitch told you to do it. For the greater good. Or like a general. <laughs> Yeah. Well, uh, I don't. I don't exactly see the noble cause against tyranny in this situation. Job is if job. anyone has an issue, you're free to ride the bench if you wish. Well, I mean, let's get the information at least. So let's go to the Olive Garden, and break in. <clears throat> so, uh, you think on the other side of the the falling down parking structure. Uh, you'll be able to see it kind of from there. Okay. So you're kind of leaving the homeless encampment area, which is the south parking lot, and uh, coming out of the east end of the building is the parking structure, which is kind of like a natural division. And then on the north, you know, the par- the other side of that parking structure, on the across the long expanse of the north parking lot, you can... Uh, see the Olive Garden there with its sign still lit, but it's clearly empty and there's like every car is gone but one. What's the car look like? Uh, it's pretty far away, but it looks like some ratty old car. Like a Plymouth, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> what color is it? If it's not red. <laughs> uh, if you guys are just walking up on it? Yeah. Uh, it's gray. Do I see any cameras around the outside of this Olive Garden? Yeah, there's some cameras. There's like uh um so that car was kind of towards the back. So like the front of the Olive Garden points at the road and the back end kind of points back towards the mall. So approaching kind of from the back, you see that there's a very highly visible and obvious camera that anyone would spot kind of pointing down at the back entrance and the like garbage corral in the back of the um Olive Garden. I'll tell the guys, I say, there's cameras, but uh, we go in, we can take out the system. Just destroy it. It's not worry about um, them. I am at your disposal, disposal, Samuel. You just point me in the direction and I'll do whatever you need me to do. Alright. Let's just go in. So, we'll go up to the uh, back door. Okay. It's a real heavy kind of metal door with the little small window insert that has that wire stuff in it Mm-mm-mm. and uh you can't really see like it's frosted so you can't really see through it or anything like you could only just see if someone was on the other side of it pretty much like a shape but right now it's very very dark on the other how's side how's the uh how's the dumpster situated out there uh the dumpster is kind of like in a big tall like 12 foot tall dumpster blind thing mm. So I'm thinking, this is my thinking, is to knock on the door and stand elevated 
on the side, like by the dumpster, I guess the dumpster wall, and I could drop down on anyone who came out the door. Okay, that's what you would like to do? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, uh, yeah, I guess you can set yourself up that way. All right. Same Levi's kind of looking at Samuel. What should, uh, what should we do? Well, I'll be up here, ready to attack if things go wrong, but perhaps you can <laughs> dominance on this person. To let them what should we... This doesn't look like a car. What should I do with them once I get them out? To allow them to let us in. All right. We need to go in and find her address. We'll play the part of uh, health inspectors. Random audit in the middle of the night. Hmm. Maybe, maybe if we need him, he can do his cloud memory on her, uh, Alexander. And he goes, oh, so now climbing up a wall is fine, but earlier it wasn't? I'm not climbing up a wall, I'm standing on the edge of a wall, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and he says, just walking away while you're talking I don't, to I don't know how long this stuff lasts. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say you're still sure. under its influence. Sure. Bap, 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 bap. Take the end of my cane, just knock on the door. Bap, 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 bap. Okay, nothing happens. Very forcefully then. Bap, bap. No change. Aren't we, are we sure this isn't just some asshole who left his car in a parking lot? <laughs> maybe they drove here drunk and, uh, I mean, yeah. maybe they got drunk and they didn't want to drive home, Alexander suggests. Well, about how to get in the Olive Garden. I misunderstood what larceny meant, so I didn't put any dots there. <laughs> what was that, uh, Paul? Uh, can I use my premonition to figure out like how to get into this Olive Garden? Yeah. All right. So, what what do I need to roll here? Mm, let's see. Are there times when you combine more than two things? Yeah, sometimes. So you should do um, resolve. So you have to do a rouse check. So just hit pound your rouse button and then do resolve plus aspects. So your Auspex rating is 2, and your Resolve rating is 4. Let me pick up 8 dice. I don't know what the fuck is going on there. Huh. When I, like, grab Resolve, it's giving me 8 dice instead of 4, so... You're saying it should be 6, right? I think so. And we'll say, if you're just rolling dice, uh, we'll say the last two are Hunger dice. Oh, boy. <clears throat> okay. So uh, you kind of maybe, I don't know, tip your glasses down or push them up and kind of go into a fugue state and just sort of like the door um, gets very large in your vision and it just keeps going until it expands past the boundaries of the building and starts to stand taller and taller in the sky. And then you come back to your senses. All right. I'm going to talk to Levi. Um... I think this building has some type of protections. I can't, I can't divine how to get in it. What is this Olive Garden? <laughs> it's a, uh, I believe it's a place where they pretend to make Italian food. <laughs> some sort of bakery or something? Or uh, yes, they just, they take uh, pasta and then they boil it towards like a fine mush. You don't even <laughs> chew it. And then uh, they try to balance it out by uh, stuffing your mouth full of salty bread. <laughs> like, 
I can't imagine an eatery having this type of security. I think there must be something else going on here. And then the salad. Then they, they have a salad. It's filled That's... with these peppers, and the heat of the peppers just makes the food un, unbearable. That's not really what I mean. I think that this might be a front for some other type of organization. Some, some type of kindred organization. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if the Nosferatu were withholding some information. They could have easily removed some old woman. They could have just, yes. you know, sent their rats to eat her or something. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't really add up. <laughs> you see a rat pop out from under the dumpster blind and run away. For a moment, Levi just considers pulling out his sword and just pinning it to the ground. But just lets it go. All right, then. Well, I don't like it. If you're on, if you're uneased, I am uneased as well. No one's inside, Sam. And now that I'm fully on this video recording, we have to get in. I'll hop down and I'll try to just bust the door in. Okay, you want to try to bust the door in? I just want to fucking tear it off the hinges. Okay, so, uh... You have the good sense to know that, um, this door probably opens out. <laughs> yeah. So you're just going to try to collapse in the door? Okay. I'm going to put my claws into it and rip it out. Okay, do you have your claws still? I probably should do another rouse for them. It's another. It's a new scene, so... Or not rouse, what is it? Yeah, rouse. Rouse, rouse check. Rouse. Nah, you guys are good at this. Alright, so your claws pop out. And my lethal body is on for my extra strength stuff. That's just as aggravated health damage to mortals, that's all. It ignores one level of armor, so if the door can... Yeah, we'll dead. say that you're hitting extra hard and sharp right now. Yeah, I like it. So, so how do you want to attack the door? Knife. Let's describe uh, it. I'm going to walk up to the door. I'm going to put my fingers, like, I got my palms face down. Uh, put my hands against the door. You know, like, when you play um, Uncle, and you twist the person's wrist up? That's kind of what I'm doing with my arm, my hands. And I'm going <laughs> up against a terrible the door. fucking game. Yeah, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> you know when you call it a game, but you just assault someone? <laughs> You've never played Uncle? You guys screw you know? about uh, hide the teacup in the bed sheets. That's a different Uncle. That's a different game of Uncle. <laughs> <laughs> you bend you bend the wrist up so that you know you, whoever quits first and, loses. And they gotta say Uncle, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know and then you you're like, I'll go first, and then you bend the wrist, and you're like, okay, I'm done playing, and you just walk away, and then it's just assault. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I think most of childhood games are just assault when you play. Like slapsies, you know. Yeah. Anyway, bloody knuckles. I don't lose because I'm not playing. <laughs> right. You were that kid. Got it. No, I was not that kid. <laughs> I hated that kid. So I put my fingers tips against it, and then I engage the claws to dig into this metal. Hopefully. Okay. Yeah. So why don't you do uh, your claws rolling? So, so strength brawl and your claws plus one bonus. It's a lot of dice. It's strength plus brawl plus one for the claws because that's the specialty. Mm -hmm. Plus two for the claws being on, right? Uh, so no, it's just two automatic, so you can leave that off. So whatever damage you do, it's going to be plus two for. Claws. Oh, that's that's right. That's right. It's like okay. under a minimum of like two. Yeah. 
So yeah. strength plus brawl. Plus one. One. Is there one for lethal body too? Um, okay. <gasps> did I miss? Did I just totally miss the fucking thing? Yeah, you did. You sure did. <laughs> Bitch. You got it all over me. <laughs> Strength. Plus brawl. Plus one, plus one. Okay. Riveting audio entertainment. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's so garbage. It was a difficult rating. Wow, that's a it's an all timer. You gonna choose to will the door open at all? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can use willpower to roll three more. Uh, you have to claim rouse before you do it, right? No, you just have to take a uh, spend a willpower point, and you can roll three dice. Let's do that. Uh, oh, you motherfucker! I was talking about rousing the blood, though. That doesn't add dice. That just no. Oh yeah, you could have. You could have. You can rouse the blood and. We'll say if you wanted to do that, you can hit your rouse button and roll one more die to see if you get that last success. Can you just use the rouse button? Can you just use that one? It was a six. No, because that's your rouse check. Oh, okay. It's different. <laughs> so just roll one more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck me. Oh, and you didn't get it. Okay, so uh, I'll allow you to succeed, uh, but with, like, consequences. If you would like that, or you can just straight up fail. Isn't it that? You, isn't that your choice? Is the yeah, but I'm saying we're, you know, we're telling the story together. So, what would what would you prefer, Sam, to get through this door? God damn it! Fucking, and, I got uh, disconnected. Fucking missed everything. Okay. <laughs> A spaghetti like, man came out of the dumpster and attacked everyone. Also, right, though, he ran away. Did I puncture the door at all? Do I get any holes in it? Yeah, so I think um, what what we'll do is that uh, you put your hands kind of around the locking mechanism and then engage your claws real hard, and we'll say that you're able to press uh, into the door sufficient so that somebody else could, like, you hear the thing disengage, um, but when you try to pull your your fingers back out, like, they just won't come out. So somebody else is going to have to push the lever to open the door, and then you're going to be stuck for a little while. Okay, okay. So Paul catches on. He's opened a few locked doors, so he catches on what's happening and opens it up and will motion for someone else to enter the building. I guess if Sam is disposed, he's, he's going to motion to Margo. Margo! <laughs> 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 All right. Sorry. So Sam, you're you're gonna be stuck in the door for like a good three minutes. Okay. Go ahead, Marzo. So the way is open. You're looking at the ass end of a of a Olive Garden. There's a little. Remember, hall. we're looking for assistant manager information and security. Little hallway <laughs> and a couple of. There's like a tiny little office on one side. There's a break room on the other side. And then farther down the hallway, it looks like uh, you can see the kitchen off to the left, and then there's a like a curtain at the end of this hallway. Look for look for the shift schedule in the manager's office. I guess uh, I go in and uh, just, uh, look look for the office. Yeah, so you can encounter the office. There's a door shut, um, but you can look through the door's window and see that this is the office. I check to see if it's locked. It's it's not locked. Oh nice. 
Alright. Uh, okay, just uh, turn the knob. Go. Okay, so there in the office, there's a, a CRT monitor with some dusty old ass computer hooked up to it. A printer next to that. Just like paperwork everywhere. And uh, a little um, one of those kind of dry erase poster, but it's like a shift schedule poster on one wall. So I guess uh, go get get the shift schedule and uh, I guess I just take it to the wall. And uh, I guess is like the CRT, is there like a, I don't know, is there like a tape player or something next to it? Or, or is it, I don't know, is it going just directly to the computer? I guess I, I'm looking to see if there's a, how, how the CRT works. Uh, it's just an old ass computer monitor. Is the computer on? Uh, it looks like uh, the light on it is blinking. Alright, so the, for now, just takes the, the shift. Um, it uh, goes out to the others. So uh, Marzo walks into the small hallway holding a very large, uh, rigid, um, like whiteboard shift schedule. And he just like holds it in front of him at the rest of you. Yeah, here's the shift schedule. There's also a CRT monitor in there, so I don't know. Probably we're all on tape right now. Great. All right. And look at the shift schedule then. I don't know computer shit, but uh, I just know that that ain't good. Since he did like tell me what was on it, I feel like Marzo just found a sign and just ripped it off the wall and just was like, "Look, here's a sign." It seems like that's exactly what he did. <laughs> so you're holding uh, this big shift schedule that has names written on it and marker, and you see that tomorrow, under the uh, MOD column, you see whichever name I said earlier. MOD. Yes. Anywhere banks. Is it like manager on duty or something? Yes, that is what MOD means. It's an industry term. <laughs> <laughs> You get a boiler, make the glue soft. Um, does it have like uh, like a phone number for or anything? No, not on the shift schedule. All right, I'm just gonna then just start rummaging around the office to find like anything that would have her name on it, like a, a business card, you know, like uh, system manager. Check the, card, Paul's gonna check the computer for similar and also the security footage. Okay, so Paul touches the computer and uh, it comes on and it's like Windows XP. What? Yeah, but it just goes straight to the desktop like it isn't locked or anything. What are you looking for on it, Paul? I'll look for the security footage first. Okay, do you want to give me a technology roll? We'll say intelligence and technology. Okay, so uh, yeah, you, uh, you're able to find the... Uh, the security footage program. Hold that open, and then I'll look for any type of like worker contact information as well. Okay, you find that very easily. It's like a um, file on the desktop. Uh, hey, Levi, I think I have located. All right, let's look here. She's got to be listed here somewhere. So, uh, if you guys can remember the name that I said for this assistant manager earlier. It was Fanny Warebanks. I don't think it was Fanny Warebanks. <laughs> no, I'm I'm almost positive it was. All right, well, let's let's find Miss Fanny's information. Okay, we'll go with Fanny. 
So, uh, yeah, it's right there under Werebanks, comma, Fanny. Levi Snickers allowed. Address not too far away. Phone number listed here. It says mobile. Marzo. Mar- yeah, Marzo. Can you take a note of this? Oh, you want me to write Reason something down? Take a note. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is what you do, right? No, this is not- nothing that what I do. I don't even know what we're doing. Just take a note, okay? Do you have paper? No, I don't have any paper. There are papers everywhere, Marzo. Look around. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Like, uh, looks, looks around and, uh, gets, he, uh, he finds, like, one of those, like, uh, waitress pads, and, like, there's, like, uh, one of those pens that you kind of, like, see either at a, at a bank or maybe, like, at a hotel where it has, like, written on something, like, it's, like, cheap, has writing on it, and it's just it's, like, Olive Garden. <laughs> Thank you for describing the pen. That it's can... white with a green clip, I bet, or mm-hmm. red clip. Yeah. And then when he, like, puts it to the pad, like, he has to kind of, like, rub the tip against the paper for a bit before it comes out. And, like, doing, like, curly cues. Yeah, he has to do some curly cues. And then then he's like, all right. And then he starts writing it, but then, like, the ink stops. So then he has to start start doing the the curly cue again. And he's like, all right. And then, uh, but then he, like, misspells one of the words, and he, like, crosses it out, and then the ink stops. And he's like, fucking hell. And then he like throws the pen and he grabs another one from the cup, like a paper cup that has like all these pens in it. And then he uh, takes the cap off and he tries it and he has, he has to do the curly Q thing again. And he's like, all right. And then he finishes, uh, he finishes the uh, address. And he's like, there, you happy? That seemed like it took a lot of effort. Yeah, well, the shitty pen. I want to double check his notes. Did he write it down correctly? <laughs> Yeah, from uh, taking a glance, you think he nailed it? I want to check. Job, I want to like scan through the security footage to see if any other, like, if I can see anybody that looks like Kindred, doing like shady stuff around this Olive Garden. Okay, Rats talking to each other in a huddle. Yeah, we'll yeah. say that uh, it's it's the computer is so poorly slow that it's. Uh, costing it a lot to kind of scrub through um but if you keep at it and uh sam is maybe free from being stuck in the door at this point you uh can kind of uh not really see anything of note um not too much activity from the cameras after hours uh people maybe you're noticing like people smoking when you know they shouldn't be and things like that but it doesn't seem anything really out of the ordinary it's just like deliveries customers in and out conversations between employees just seems normal suspicious on the hard drive like any weird files or uh what are we looking for uh i guess anything out of ordinary for a restaurant i think blood blood delivery schedule (laughs) like that yeah XML. Yeah, no, it seems pretty like um, stupid basic. You're thinking if you had to work at this computer for any significant length of time, you would want to kill yourself. Yep. All right. Alexander, <laughs> is this your computer? And he goes, "Huh? Never mind. It's a Debbie so, Downer." <laughs> so, like, Sam already ruined the lock, right? Like, it's totally broken. Yeah, the door's all fucked up on the outside. All right. Um, 
Paul's just gonna like rip the computer apart and grab the hard drive. <laughs> He's just the collector of hard drives. Okay, so uh, we'll say it's like a it's like an old HP, and you can just tear off the big bulky faceplate thing. Nice, yeah. And uh, are you gonna turn it off first? Nah. No. <laughs> okay. It's gonna so rip you, it out. You're just gonna reach in there and uh. No, rip the. No, but I rip the box of the computer away from whatever it's doing, and then I'm gonna use my vampire strength to try to like, just rip it apart, grab that hard drive out of there. Okay, your vampire strength is two dots, which is like normal human strength. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then Paul's gonna fail. Yeah, I mean you can rip. Then he's the gonna face... look around for a. You mean to rip driver. something apart again for you? <laughs> you can you can rip the faceplate off of it, and then you can wiggle the hard drive thing that it's attached to enough to where then you can, um, well, yes, you can, uh, um, satisfactorily, in a way that satisfies you, rip the hard drive from it. And I will do that victoriously. And what everyone else has seen was a very, um, like, feeble way to rip something out of a computer. Everyone else is just impressed that you know what to look for inside of a I... computer. I envisioned something like Mr. Burns from The Simpsons trying to do it. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> the image that I had. Uh, Alright, then I'll pocket it. Okay. Do you have the hard drive from the computer at the Olive Garden in the northeast parking lot of the Dead Mall? Hell yeah. Make sure to put that in your inventory. I will. <laughs> We gotta steal the hard drive of everything we do with all this information. I got motives. They blocked my premonition, man. Something's going on here. This is not a normal eatery. Okay. That's true. Devious actions are afoot. Smoking on the clock? Unforgivable. All right, well. Okay, so. I think we're off to a. We Five should vampires stand around in the back of a Olive Garden after we should midnight. Probably, yeah, we should probably bust the safe just so that they think that we were here to steal money or something, you know? Oh, wonderful. So I turn my claws on, and I try to dig my claws into the safe door. You can it. still have your claws on, that's fine. <laughs> you were able to wiggle them out. One of uh, your fingers is in bad shape, but we'll say you're okay. I'm gonna suck on it. Alright, you're sucking. All right, I think we've uh, we've completed the initial task. Let's move on to uh, finding this uh, Fanny. Fanny May. Fanny Mayweather. Are you are you robbing the place? What are you doing? Yeah, so uh, you guys will have to try to locate the safe. We don't have time for this. Just trash the desk, trash the office, <laughs> trash the kitchen. And then, like in slow motion, as like papers and old pasta and stuff are flying through the air. <laughs> Levi's gonna, like, strut out the door that he came in. Who got the Who got the security footage? Or was it on that main computer? Or was it separate? I got it covered. Okay. You can tell, because he ripped the heart out of it. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> the heart drive, they call it? <laughs> <laughs> I heard if you remove the supercomputer's heart drive, it ceases to function. Doesn't have the will to function. Shall we mosey? Yes, let's mosey. Mosey on to this old woman's home and cut her brakes. What's your plan, Sam? Yep, it's exactly what I was thinking. Not that I know how that works, but I'm sure you just remove the 
the hard drive of the vehicle and it's <laughs> fails to control its movements. <laughs> Onward to, Back to, to the Oldsmobile. Our car, all the way on the other end of the parking lot. We're getting, our, we're getting our steps in today. I'm almost up to 10,000. <laughs> Can't get your steps. That's the same as exercising. Okay, so you, uh, you're you you're able to find your way back to your car by walking kind of along the road so as to avoid going through the heart of the whole homeless encampment again. Make a so what's I, awareness roll to see if you remember where you parked your car. Uh, nah, you, you pretty much know where it is. Around what time is it, would you say now? It's probably about 1.45. We have a clock. We have clocks now, right? We don't have to look at this. <laughs> the position of the moon. Yeah, you, judging by your hunger. Uh, <laughs> judging no. by the clock on the dash. Yeah. You know what time it is. <laughs> about 1.45. What time is it? About <clears throat> 1.45. Stoner bashing time. Let's go. And we're off. Does anyone know where this address is? What's that? What did you say? Barzo. Marzo knows the address. There we go. Turn off that ASMR function. You want the address? <laughs> no, not that one. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, that one. The one you took a note of, yes. <laughs> Well, you said no, so I just threw it threw it on the ground over there. <laughs> he bends window. over and uh, he picks it back up. All right, can we right. st? Can we do we know how to get to this address? We're not using like GPS or whatever. yeah. Marzo knows that it's uh, it's like a mobile home park, which is not too far to the. Uh, well, I guess it is sort of far but with the streets empty you can get there pretty quickly maybe like 15 minutes driving it's in the like southeast part of the domain i think a assistant manager position would pay a little better she owns it she owns her trailer uh-huh. oh then she has equity nice it's <laughs> <laughs> got a nice little carport she's still, she's still paying off the loan for that one though all right, well, I don't know. Why do we have to go to these terrible places? Mobile home parks, shanty towns. Why can't someone be living in like an upscale apartment complex or something? Because they don't have you as realtor. <clears throat> Not yet. All right, so what's the plan once we get there? Just go up there and mess with her vehicle and then, then wait till she goes to work? What do you mean mess with her vehicle? Well, what's the schedule say? When does she go to work next? That's why I wanted you to grab it. Marzo? Well, <laughs> I mean, are you say we got to kill this girl? Well, we're just telling her not to go to work. I understand this. I mean, like, Levi just kind of looks at the up in the sky somewhere and just starts rubbing his chin. I hadn't thought about it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't have to kill her. <laughs> I mean, well, you know. Oh no! We just say Paul, like what's become of us? the drug dealer is being our moral compass. <laughs> uh, you know, I just know if someone told me like, "Oh, you don't work here anymore. I'm not gonna go to work." I don't know. That's just me, right? Why do I get to go to a job if I don't got a job? Well, we could tell her that. Uh, we could threaten her. Yes, she ever shows up to work again. Well, we could, you, you know, know I was saying, cash. you know, just saying like, uh, I don't know. This is your boss. You're fired. Don't come to work anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
What kind of boss just shows work? up to their employee's house like two o'clock in the morning to tell them that they're fired? I don't know this, what we're doing. I'm just saying, it's just just thinking out loud. I I appreciate <laughs> Marzo is just like his hair flapping a little bit in the breeze, and he's just tapping on the the quarter panel of the car, and as he's uh kind of looking wistfully out, just like oh, just shitballing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, I, I don't agree with the uh, the details of pretending to be the boss. I do like the concept of just not ending the life of this individual. Really, either way on this, I think it's more sure if we kill her, but it'll you know attract more attention. We'd have to make it look like an accident or something. We could just give her some money, I guess. Like, does that work normally with poor people? I mean, <clears throat> give her some money and then tell her just not to come to work again. She knows what's good for her. Yeah, like a severance or something, right? We're your boss. Here's some money. Fuck off. And Alexander well, says, I thought we weren't going to sever her. Why don't we just go uh, find another Olive Garden, talk to the manager, and convince him to hire this this girl? Now you're involving too many <laughs> strands in this. This is the freaking Mother Teresa we're working with now. Yo, look, I'm just, you know, thinking out loud over here. <laughs> I don't think so. Sherry is gonna appreciate it when he's so convinced. District manager of four thousand dollars in my wallet right now. How about we offer her a thousand dollars and say this is your severance? You don't work at this eatery anymore. Please find another job. Does that that sounds okay? We could also hire her at the casino. Sure. Okay. I'm sure Camel will be okay with that. Yeah, that seems like right. You know, someone tells me you know we're gonna give you a better job better money I stopped the other job <laughs> bada bing bada boom <laughs> Paul just like presses the thousand dollars into Levi's hand <laughs> and sits uh, back yes thank you alright then well let's all keep a level head as we do this and uh, yeah I feel good I feel good about this we uh this is what they call um mind storming right sit together throw around ideas I've Same always thought of it as synergy. Yeah. I think I get your point. Same That's just a made-up word, Paul. Don't use that. He's always going to get to kill. Sorry, Potter. A... We'll find you more challenging prey. It's just a job. It's my job. Oh, well. Levi just kind of leans back, like, getting ready for some sort of Larry David-esque tangent. Right. I'm sure there's plenty of Nazis upstate you can find. Mm. Upstate California? Yeah, <laughs> I hear Sacramento. Sacramento's a hub. Upstate California has a lot of uh, Ku Klux Klan and stuff. And skinheads. To all the Upstate uh, California listeners out there, be careful. <laughs> Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> We're sending an old Jew to come kill you. <laughs> <laughs> He's got claws. Watch out. A Jew vampire, guys. Let's not be offensive here. Yeah. <laughs> Not just any Jewish man. A circumcised vampire. A gangrel. A circumcised vampire. <laughs> it broke back. <laughs> Depends on when he got circumcised. He has to do it every night when he wakes up. That's why I got these claws. That's why I took the claws. It's my power. He always every just walking bow legged every night. Every time I rouse the blood, what is it? 
My force <laughs> just grows back. <laughs> <laughs> Every time he pushes out his claws, you can see him like he adjusts his hips a bit. Like he's making room for something. <laughs> I thought I got a little lightheaded, baby. <laughs> Are we there yet? Yeah, so you're uh, creeping up on the entrance to the mobile home park, and it kind of doesn't necessarily look like a mobile home park from the outside. It's kind of laid out in a very regular way. Um, it seems to be more or less from what you can tell in kind of the street lights or the whatever kind of overhead lights that they have going back into the mobile home park that uh, everything seems to be fairly well kept. Some of them have, you know, junk in the yard or whatever, but uh, it's not like a falling down, tumble down thing or whatever. All right. So you're just uh, looking for the one on the address? Yeah. And you're going to drive in? To, like, try to put in a, put the car in a position where we could easily, you know, drive off quickly if we need to. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're driving up to that address? Well, hmm. I'm not gonna park in front of the house. I'm gonna. Is it? You said it's like a normal, but it looks. It's a trailer park, but it's more like a housing. <clears throat> yeah, like a lot area. of them look like they're um, maybe sitting on permanent foundations. Got you. Okay. Or you know they're at least hiding the wheels. Like it looks kind of like maybe they have a, you know, like a community agreement or something that people have to follow. It just looks tidier than you expected. And there's like roads? Yeah, it's like uh, not paved, but it's like well packed in dirt, so you can there's enough room for two cars to pass each other, Mm. and it seems to be there's not any like big holes in it or anything. Let's drive through, find the house, and then I'm going to come back out and park the car outside. I don't want to be parked on dirt, because if we want to take off I don't. I want. I want traction. What? I, I. All right. I believe you. Don't understand anything you're saying. But. Okay. So, uh, you kind of are rolling by. You see like A zero one, A zero three, and then you find A zero five, which is the lot of the one that you're looking for. And there is indeed a carport uh, to the side with that aforementioned vehicle parked in it a Plymouth Red there she is fellas there's also a minivan parked there Uh, closer to the street maybe it's her boyfriend or something maybe she's banging the manager what is that a Honda Odyssey it It looks like a Honda Odyssey we've seen some of these roll through the garage Marzo hmm Calls them as a season. No Pontiac? Wait, hold on. Does Marzo share that with us? A Honda Odyssey? Yeah, it's a Honda no, Odyssey you... with the big deal. I mean, no, it's a nice uh, practical vehicle. You know? <laughs> I mean, if you were to go up to me and you're like, Hey, Marzo, what kind of van should I get? I'll tell you. I point it, and he points to that one. That's what I tell you to get. Get you a Honda Odyssey. What's wrong with you... the Sienna? Do you see these very often? And, uh, Marzo knows that the third row seating is uh, easy to access and comfortable. Yeah, and stow away. You know, you need a you need to haul something big. You know, you just uh, you know you just pull the lever, goes down. It's great, great stuff. 
Toyota Sienna. Toyota Sienna. Though, I can't Sienna. tell which which part of this information is relevant and which of it's bullshit. Which do these cost? Oh, yeah. Well, let's see. That's uh, what what year? Can I tell what year it is? Yes. All right. Oh, I see. That uh, looks like a 2010. Mm, you, yeah, I'd say about uh, say about uh, six thousand, seven thousand, depending on how it how it is, how it runs. Last ten years, eight years, eight Ooh, years. Yeah, is... Marza Marza knows that it, they hold their value pretty well too. Yep. Levi has already gotten out of the car. <laughs> it's been pretty crowded in this coupe, I must, I must say. Well, you know, I, you know, I would, I would definitely enjoy <laughs> riding <laughs> that. <laughs> okay. Investing. So uh, <laughs> Sam is driving back to the other end of the horseshoe to exit the. I roll out of the car then. <laughs> yeah, but he, I mean, he's creeping along, so you can make it out and you're safe. So he's uh, on his way to go park the car back on the street, I guess. Yeah. Okay, you can do that. This, I'm uh, on the Odyssey. I want to take a look at this thing. <laughs> okay, this Levi. Levi, you're a little closer. You're kind of awkwardly standing on the dirt road. Okay, Levi's going to start walking over to the door of the trailer, assuming okay. everyone's coming along. <laughs> so Levi looks much distance between them. Levi looks over and sees uh, Marzo explaining the Honda Odyssey more to <laughs> Paul. <laughs> Yeah, and he you just see him like he's he's just moving his hand back and forth in front of him like he's closing a sliding door and then you see Paul kind of just like do he does that motion too and then nods. Levi is just muttering to himself as he walks up. He's like you just look at the sales figures. I mean Sienna is clearly a superior vehicle. <laughs> the market speaks for itself and just walks up to the door. So uh okay, everybody is kind of there near near the trailer in question it was just leave i would just turn to the group and uh just kind of give a, a nod like positions and uh take out his cane and just tap 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 on the door okay so you you rap on the door and uh looking down the side of the trailer you see a dim light flick on i'll do it one more time not like aggressive just you know it's like a normal amount of force pap, pap, pap. Okay, and how are you guys kind of arrayed here? We're still looking at this Honda Odyssey, yeah, I guess. Mars is, Mars is kind of like going on, but. like standing near like the front right rear well, kind of like pointing, pointing at the wheels and like talking to Paul about them. <laughs> They're bonding. Uh, so um, the porch light turns on, kind of in your face, Sam. And it's a little disorienting, or uh, Levi, and it's a little bit disorienting. They're the little light on the outside of the door, you know, porch yeah. light. What what else do you call that other than a porch light? Spotlight. Not a spotlight. It's like a sconce with a little light bulb in it, and it's dirty and has spiderweb on it. <laughs> like a floodlight. No, just like the light that is there so you can see enough of your keys to open the door. So then there's a screen door and the uh, the inside door, like the main door, kind of opens up and you see uh, a very tired and slightly confused looking older woman who is wearing uh, 
like a long, long shirt that goes down past her knees. And over top of that, she has on um, what you're assuming is just like a, a zipper sweater that she put on. And she has kind of overweight and has uh, short white hair, just like white, 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 like never has dye touched this hair. And she's just naturally gone totally gray. And uh, she reaches up to her eyes like she's going to adjust her glasses, but she finds no glasses there. And she just says, uh, is everything okay? I'm so, so sorry to disturb you at this hour, but I'm here to deliver an urgent message, Fanny. Oh, no, what happened? He's going to, Levi's going to reach into his jacket and pull out the thousand dollars. Just keep, like, hold it in his hand the whole time he's talking. He's going to say your manager at your place of employment, the Olive Garden, has been involved in some very shady dealings. Luckily for you, though, there's someone looking out for your best interest. You're going to take this cash, use it however you wish, and you're never to return to the Olive Garden. If you need employment, you should come to the... The fuck was it called? The casino. The... The... What the fuck was the name of the casino again? Casino Royale. Casino Royale. Fantasy Otherwise... Gate. Fantasy Gate. Ah, Fantasy Gate. I thought it was the Oasis. Nope. The Fantasy Gate Oasis Casino and Hotel. <laughs> Resort. And she just kind of is eyeballing the money as you move it back and forth and just has her, she's just kind of uh, has her arms crossed tightly across her chest. And she's like, what are you talking about? What is Mark into? And he'll just like lean down, like make eye contact with her and he just says I'm going to use dominate and compel I'm just going to say never return to the Olive Garden uh yeah okay uh is she saying that to me (laughs) so she just is watching the money and says okay so what did Mark like he is it because he fired that black woman and she makes kind of like a pained face. She's gonna Levi's gonna turn to his like the group that's standing outside. And while he's looking at the group, he's gonna say, Mark is involved with some very bad people, Fanny. And then turn his gaze back to her. People that may want to harm you if you're ever to return there. Do you understand? Her, her eyes just go wide and she was like, How could a manager at an Olive Garden get mixed up in something like that? We found some things on his hard drive, Fanny. His hard drive? Like a, his on his computer? <laughs> Fanny, like on his laptop I don't have time or something? Now, the hard drive I'm of tell his you laptop? Again, never return to the Olive Garden. Never return to the Olive Garden. Can I tell if like the dominate is working or not based on her reaction? Yeah, she gets kind of a glazed over look and she was like well, my grandkids have been telling me that I should, that they'll take care of me and I don't have to keep working, so I don't want to get mixed up in anything. I never liked Mark. He's a piece of shit. She just kind of uh, is all all of a sudden very harsh, like she's becoming resolute about this. Like, yeah, I don't want to go back to work anyway. Tomorrow was supposed to be my day off, but they scheduled me anyway, like they always do. Ungrateful. Thank you, she says. And she goes to um, unclip the 
the screen door and kind of pushes it out towards you and is like cautiously reaching for the cash. I just hand it to her. <clears throat> and she's like, I can just I spend this. She asks. Yeah. However you choose. But the most important thing is for seek employment again, you're free to do it anywhere except the Olive Garden, or you can take my previous offer. Mm, she just kind of looks at the money. Okay. All right. And she just looks back up at you and she's like, why in the middle of the night? And she's making kind of like a, I don't trust this situation. Please put me at ease face. The Olive Garden was raided tonight. They found some pretty damning material in Mark's belongings. Oh. Someone who has your best interest in mind charged us with finding you and delivering this message. Who could that be? Who was it? He like leans over and he just says, it was And her eyes go wide. And she was like, oh my god. On the computer at the Olive Garden? He's a disgusting man. He can't resist his urges. He's just using anything and everything, really, to look it up. Oh my god. I mean, I know he was a creep, but I never thought... Oh, I guess you never know, though, huh? That's the thing. Wait, yes, and, so uh, can I get in trouble because I use the computer? Is that what this is about? So I want to, like, use my charismatic capabilities to like put her at ease and just like reassure her that by accepting our offer you know she is going to remove herself from the situation she can trust us she just kind of looks down at the cash and she was like oh i understand i can't say anything to anybody about mark and he'll probably get away with it and this is my go away money <laughs> damn it I, I understand. I understand. She just says, I don't want anybody to get hurt, especially not me or the people I care about. I won't go to the Olive Garden again. Just leave me and my family alone. Get out of here. She just kind of goes to close the door. <laughs> uh, Levi, un understanding it, but thinks this is maybe a better end than he was planning, just kind of walks away after being... <laughs> being accused of helping cover up uh, a very terrible thing. Uh, and then Levi will make a mental note to uh, to kill Mark at some point. <laughs> For putting him in this situation. <laughs> this fabricated situation that I made. Um, and uh, yeah, walk away. Marzo's like, hey, yo, Levi. And he like holds up a thumbs up, like kind of questioning, like, yo, we good? Yeah, yes, we're good. Great, and he just kind of like uh, gives another look to the to the Honda and like kind of like pats it on the hood. He's like, "Let's get out of here." What? Yeah, let's get out of here. And Alexander is like, "Uh, you're not gonna take the van?" Well, I mean, <laughs> we already got too many vehicles, but yeah, I mean, why don't we leave the one that we're driving now and take that one? How about we give her some more money? Yo, Levi, give us some more money. Levi is like already walking over to his car. <laughs> I don't know if we just buy a new one for $6,000. This is this one yeah, probably the smells other like poor are, people. All the other places are closed. It's right here. We just take it. Do we need it now? I, I oh. guess we could. Do you think that they would take $3,000 for it? Hmm. I, I'd say say offer her 5000 for it. It's, I don't have that much. Let's just steal it, I guess, if that works. Levi's going to go like over to Sam 
and uh, just tell, ask him, Sam, whenever you have a moment when there's no prying eyes, just, just cut her brakes. <laughs> I have a plan. plan. Yeah. We can't have her coming back to the casino. Do we have time to do this right now, or is it is too hot? Whenever. Whenever you could be now. I just don't think the rest of the coterie should, though. Ah, okay. Understood. I'll get later on my bike. Take care of this. Thank you. She got the wrong impression, and uh, I kind of left it at that. But either way, it's not good, so... Either way, it could lead to police being brought to the casino. (laughs) 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 Levi, though, like in character, it's just kind of very disturbed by how everything kind of unfolded. So he's just kind of sitting there. (laughs) It's his cane in his hand, just kind of looking at the back of the seat. Not satisfied? You're not satisfied? So just just make it go away. So, <laughs> make the world go away. They're still looking at that fucking Honda. <laughs> I told them Toyota's better. Just roll down the window because it's not automatic. It's just like handrail. So rolling it down. You're you're in the car. Oh, All right. No, I'm not committed to stealing the car. I'm not in the car. We should leave now. Let's yell out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Marzo just kind of shrugs like, oh, all right, well, why don't we get one later then? What do you think? Get a brand new Honda Odyssey. They look Let's real go nice. by the dealership tomorrow. I, uh, I think we can probably get one a little bit nicer, maybe have a cooler in it or something. Yo, we got to get one of those luxury packages, you know, like the big wigs get. Yeah, it's of course. That shit's got heated seats. Levi will like just mutter loud enough for Sam to hear. He'll just be like, "I'll be dead before I drive onto a Honda dealership." <laughs> We're just all over the place with the subject matter from the past. Like, <laughs> Paul's gonna go back to the car with Levi, like Sam's car, or whatever, and squeeze into the back seat. Thinking about that spacious three row of seating. <laughs> Third row of seating. As he uh as he as he gets back back into the car, um Mars is just like, Oh, you know, I'm glad it all worked out though. You know, it's like how my buddy Dave always says, you know, if you have the ability to do something right, you ought to do it. You know? And I think we did good by her. You know he's dead, right? What? <laughs> Dave. He's dead. What? Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you sassin' me, right? Yeah, real funny, Levi. Yeah, like if de- dead, dead, I Dave. would. Like I would know if Dave's dead. Who do I look like? I know who's Dave. Dave's alive. Last time I saw him, living. Time. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, let's uh, let's head back to the casino. And wait our message from the uh, rats. <laughs> <laughs> Levi looks the paw like this fucking guy. Paul just gives him a a very plastic smile Okay, so you're driving to the casino Yep Just wait Watch, we'll find out that Mark is the one responsible for the attack on Dyer (laughs) 
Levi's just gonna whatever conversations are going on in the car, he's just kind of like looking out the window like a you know, like a daydreaming kid the whole time we were there. thinking about if we had a van we wouldn't have to be like sitting so close to these morons <laughs> you'd have a pilot's chair too at the front i think you had a bestial failure <laughs> yeah i do have like my one dot in composure <laughs> just turn around and start trying not to slash marzo's throat <laughs> be a lot easier to fight inside of a roomy maybe <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so if there's no more... Um, I'd choke you if my arms weren't pinned between Paul and the door. Levi's, <laughs> 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 this guy's funny. He's like a clown. Am I right, Sam? Mm-hmm. That's what, Yeah. <laughs> this is rough. Oh, yeah. But I'm real excited. Can't wait to see what they got tomorrow. (laughs) Do you know where we might acquire one of these uh, Honda Odysseys? Uh, Yeah. Uh, You know, there's a Honda dealership out uh, out on uh, I-90. You know, just about before you go out on the freeway. Yeah, they got some pretty nice ones. Real shiny-like. You could just drive the car off a cliff. (laughs) <laughs> but you know i mean you want to buy it outright they'll they'll try to sass you with the uh you know with the uh financing and all you know see that's how they always get you you know you go in they show you a nice car uh, you go excuse you wanna... me sir are you insinuating that i need financing well even if the well, uh the just, crash just... didn't kill us you know the the weight of the vehicle would <laughs> well just now we talked us down on the rocks and uh... <laughs> Paul turns well, to Levi. To, he's just like, you just hear like, what he's saying? It's just a matter of waiting for the sun to come up, really, at that point. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you, I mean, you, Mr. Moneybags, we could just buy a, buy, a Honda, buy, a, buy a Honda Odyssey for each of us. We could, uh, you know, roll the crew. And even if, you know, you're sitting in the center and the shaded from the sun, you know, it's the, the hunger will take you at one point and then, you know, just start eating yourself. Yo, yeah. and afterwards, we could go to my, my pal Vet Benny's. Yo, man, he'll make that Honda look so good. You know, put some real rims on that shit. Maybe the sea salt will be enough to, to drown gonna, out my I'm going to hit the brakes real fucking quick. I put my seatbelt on. I don't know if anyone else did, but I'm going to hit the brakes really fucking quick. <laughs> Yo, Sal, what the hell? Shut the fuck up. Be, please be more careful. <laughs> well, I tell you what. Again, that Honda Odyssey, the brakes... Mwah. That shit stops on the dime. <laughs> well, we'll have to see what they have to offer. So, yes. He just, Levi, like, mutters to himself, like, really quietly. He's just like, only oh, has a three star safety rating. Just three stars. <laughs> only a three star safety Paul. rating? Yes. I don't yes, know. Only <laughs> three stars. See, I've had four stars, five years running. Four stars? Out of uh, six, right? Eva, I didn't take you to be one of those guys to fall for the safety ratings. You know they're just paying that shit off. <laughs> Jeremy's personal <laughs> life is bleeding through into the game. Levi's just rolls down the window, so like the sound of the air is like rushing into his ears, so he can't really hear as much. With um, with German engineering, 
I haven't I haven't bought Japanese yet, and I don't I don't know if I'm ready to make the jump. If I stick my head out just right, the stop sign will just clip right around the throat. Hereditary style. Are we there yet, Sam? It's a long drive. <laughs> Are you taking the long way? Again, I can't not see Sam as like some fifty-year-old dude just like cruising. We're going like twenty-five and like a forty. <laughs> it's the speed limit, not the speed recommendation. Where are we ending this, ST? <laughs> I, I was just waiting for you guys to give up on your conversation, and then I was going to call it. But uh, I'm enjoying it too much. So whenever you guys are ready, I just want to know if we're gonna if we're gonna get the info on today's session, or are you gonna are we gonna wait for next week? No, you're not gonna get the info on today's session.